0: Welcome to the Paul Paul's One Podcast. Yo. Scott McLeod, you joined by a good friend and cool host, as always, Paul Crane. Yo. And we're here for what I, did, I was originally expecting to be probably an episode of our impact kind of series that we do or make an impact. But I think it is is an episode of everything. I was going to say, that's not even, I don't think it even counts as that because we're going to be talking about everything because as you were discussing before we started, it's one of those... First times in your opinion in ages that in a long time that basically across the board, some ways especially particularly the ones that you care about. Yeah, as, as, I,
1: as I said pre-show in my in my own personal opinion. So was well, just my opinion here, but WWE was fucking bitching. Impact was pretty bitching, mm-hmm. and AEW I couldn't really give a good fuck about it anyway, so I don't care about that. So for me, the weekend of wrestling was just tippy top, man, I mean, I, I, and top, might I say, topped off by a very spectacular return to the business, and we'll get into that on the show. But it was awesome,
0: and you know I, I checked out and like and then I checked Twitter and YouTube highlights yeah. of what AEW was doing. Fucking yeah. poor Pac. They were doing it on the Friday day of so we doing them wrong. Well, oh, no, I think the Friday day of uh, SmackDown and Bamboo, they had Rampage, and what they usually would do is after when they do their, these annual, these quarterly Battle of Belts, they would do yeah. tape it after Rampage and release it on Saturday. No, they would say, they We're going to do it live. So Pack ended, he's got two belts, well, he had two belts. He defended one at the end of Rampage, and they kicked off Battle of Belts immediately afterwards. They went to defend his other one. He retained both, and then he lost one of them on the following Wednesday. So oh, great. Been a, been a busy boy, his old pack. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's a nice thing. But for me also, I'm a big watcher of New Japan, pro wrestling and New Japan, is very kick-ass at the minute. That's awesome. Yeah, I really
1: should check that out more.
0: Yeah, because uh, they're on the road there. Uh, they've got this tour going on up called Battle Autumn, going up until the 5th of November. There cool. some shows planned in the US. There are shows that they did at the start, October Royal Quest 2, Park Nights 1 and 2. Of both finally on new japan world their streaming site night one main event has i'll say a match of the year candidate between ftr defending their iwgp tag titles against aussie open cool and uh awesome the match there was some color on both sides as I, well i
1: must say like, look at that aussie open they're mm-hmm. an interesting
0: looking team yeah yeah ftr basically got an the before they could like the problem was still to them giving credit to the aussie open but at the end of the start, Dax Harbor thing goes, Hey Tony, remember we still work for you, us, brother. And literally you just said, Hey Tony, the fan London crowd went boo Yeah. <laughs> but I showed you some pictures of that venue. You did, it so, looked that, that pretty cool. I think it in, uh, good. was in uh, somewhere. King's Place. I don't know. Crystal Palace. Sorry. Oh cool. Crystal Palace. Cool. My pal uh, Grant, who's also a big fan of Japan who I host the show uh, East Meets West over in over on New Eats Usu Petri, that's a, like a New Japan roundup kind of show. Cool. We uh we had an episode fairly recently before, sadly, they uploaded or Request. We're not gonna get to talk about it until next month's episode. <laughs> but we had you know, we were talking about like New Japan and everything and you know, he was in London the weekend London. of that show, yeah. but he'd already been booked to go see stuff at, at on London that weekend, and then it came out we're going to be in London this weekend. He's like, <laughs> yeah. plus even if he could have found a way, which he was trying to, to get tickets for like, for night two, he said he probably couldn't. Have, it probably wouldn't have been worth it because I think that weekend they were doing train strikes anyway. So yeah. getting to and from the venue, despite the fact that I showed you pictures of the venue, how full it looked. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it would have been a pain in the arse if you were relying on public transport to get you to and from <laughs> you know, the venue true. to wherever you were staying in London. But they're also they've introduced another bloody belt, the NGPW World TV tale. It's fucking massive. Aye. We were we were we were drawing. I think this is, might be what Compton. they're doing. Aye. I think they're trying to make it look like an old style TV. It's that big. And I joked, <laughs> I, I joked, I joked with, uh, with Grant that if it was any bigger, they'd have to put it on wheels and roll it into there, like they used to wheel the television <laughs> then when you were in school. <laughs> Just wheel
1: the belt in front of you. Look. I am the champion. Yes. <laughs> I have my title on this little wheeled plinth.
0: Well, yeah. they, they're doing a tournament and then uh, the semis ending at the end of this tour and then the two people who won the semis will go into a match on January 4th at Wrestle Kingdom which is New Japan's Wrestlemania. So it's a
1: like round robin kind thing?
0: No, no, it's a single elimination oh, thing right, and right, then right, right. when they get to the down to two people then they'll hold off until Wrestle Kingdom and the first champion will be crowned. Cool, cool. The big show and they're doing 15 minutes these matches. I don't know if it's going to be the case when you're the champion but in terms of the tournaments, if it gets to the end of the 15 minutes, you know they determine who goes through. Mm. They're flipping a coin. Ah, are gonna flipping a coin. <laughs> oh, annoying would you be? you wrestled a solid 15-minute match, and you he went heads and it he came up tails. <laughs> You'd be raging. You would be pissed. Oh. You know uh, Alex Zane, who's been popping up in Impact in the next region, him was a funky with first red he, oh, I right he lost the first-round match to Zach Seward Jr. He tapped out, not knowing that there were three seconds left in the 15-minute time limit. Oh, bitch. Ah, bitch
1: what that would be I'll, I'll have his
0: J-Skip sort of <laughs> good
1: good it. so it's I do I like, I like his whole
0: thing he's cool his whole thing <laughs> the reason I was showing you though, but my point is like, New Japan seems to be firing on uh, on all cylinders at the minute as well mm-hmm. and which is always good to see for me personally and the reason I was showing you that thing, I just said to you like, <laughs> to the beginning of my head like, at some point in a couple of years should in come over to the UK I think I said to you like, it's venues like like that, that they were holding Royal Quest and that they should be kind of running venues oh, that you definitely. can still fill out and you're not, like, getting too ambitious because I know probably, maybe not as a Fallen, but I'm sure but I think it's a case of the Fallen that does have his very passionate about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. A small but passionate gathering, you know what I mean? I think with recent developments in terms of, like, talent from impact back, it does feel like at the minute EC, uh, Impact as the ECW to AEW and WWE's Well it to because
1: I mean if you look at certain Impact events it really does look packed out and you're like it, you get that good feel you know what I mean yeah. you see like many in the crowd you see like good lighting you see a good full venue yeah. and you're like oh, this is the shit
0: you know. I mean Impact right now has better production values than ECW ever did Oh uh, well, yeah yeah. But I, like, I meant more so in terms of like how much talent was developed in ECW and it only to ultimately be signed by one of the other two yeah. major companies. It does feel like that at the minute. Well, that,
1: that is a part of the, today's show we'll get into discussion on it as yeah. well. It, like, from all the good I've been seeing in wrestling, there has been little little elements that have irked me just slightly, you know, yeah. in regard in regards to yeah. talent travelling, you
0: know. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, I think a lot of wrestlers will... Most of them will follow the, where the money is. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But... We
1: can mention certain wrestlers that
0: yeah, seem sure. to have a bit of loyalty. Yeah. And it, it, it is good to see me hear stories like Chris we will just talk about him a second. He, he yeah. came out that he had signed a multi year deal with Impact Wrestling, which is good and hopefully it also means that more Bullet Club, you know, presence in Impact Wrestling as well. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it it, it was nice to see that story mainly because it does feel like every so often you hear a story about some about impact contract wise it's so-and-so's contract is up or so-and-so. It's a part of Impact.
1: The, the thing that worries me in Impact at the moment also is, why else so you get stories like Chris Bay? Uh-huh. You know, when you think a, a like hugely talented young guy saying mm-hmm. a multi-year deal yeah. and sees his future in Impact and you're like, that's fucking awesome. Then on the other side of the card, you've got those little diddies in the yellow hoodies running around going, I am violence, I am violence. And you're like, yeah, where's this story going? You know, are you talking about VPT? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I,
0: was, I was like, you the know who's like. I've no idea what you're on about. No, no, the VBD oh, thing yeah.
1: is like, see, so good positive stuff, and like you say, more bullet club presence. Yeah. And, you know, things that could really push impact. When you've got you are still on this side of it, got silly elements. Yeah. Which could be negative because I've seen that and I thought that to be quite a. Yeah. It seems dumb so far.
0: Yeah but I, I just worry whenever I ever see these stories about like oh so and so is up and this person's deal is because Impact had a it's very limited roster as it is like because mm. like WWE and AEW get accused of, of an overbloated rosters whereas Impact have a roster that is like it's good for like the shows that they have like a lot of guys like not, not having an overbloated roster does mean more people can get TV time and yeah. feel like their stars and everything, get opportunities and everything, but you know, they do. They still need to be making sure when when guys are good, they lock them in Yeah trying to find way lock them in and they can bring new people in because I think when, when people go out, that's one thing, but if people keep going, then that's when you need to start looking elsewhere at yeah. people who you can potentially, you know, bring in to the company on a more long-term basis like you got buddy Joe Hendry coming in <laughs> no, no. I know like his thing with that I can't remember the, name the guy's name because I've not seen him before but the guy's wrestling next week, he's annoyed that sports like Joe Henry took his spot in the battle row. And he said, like, I don't even want to say his name. And she went, "But Joe Henry? And then he pops out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the whole thing where he's, he's like, I say his name, he appears like, he's going to be like the Impact Beetlejuice. You say his name just once he appears, like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> just jumps out of a cupboard.
1: <laughs> to be inspirational.
0: Yes. Uh, an, an inspirational Beetlejuice. An inspirational <laughs> Joe Henry. <Hendricks. laughs> <laughs> yeah. But where do we want to really start? Do we want to talk about Ben for Corey and all the, all the contract stuff, or do we want to talk about Bray? Where do we want to go? There's so much we could be talking about.
1: I think I think we should we should build up to Bray because you know Bray and I I don't care if you agree. Yeah. I don't care if people listening agree. Bray is the most important part of this podcast at this particular moment in time. It, it, there is no question of that. He is the most impo- he is the most fucking important thing in wrestling at the moment, in my opinion. Despite what a certain Mr. fucking Cornette might say. You dick. I
0: know. I, I've tried to tell you before, don't, don't take any mind of him. He's just a cunt, though. Ah, he's a cunt. He's been a cunt for ages. Everybody uh, knows he's well, a cunt.
1: you're a cunt. I mean, Vince Russo
0: it, might be a worse
1: cunt, but you're well, a say, cunt. It just,
0: so, it just happens that some people like him mainly because people like Vince Russo are worse cunts, but... Doesn't mean that Jim Kunit isn't a cunt in his own, right? Well, he is a cunt. Aye, you you can be. And like, so is that wee daddie like who does the podcast with. All right, the fuck he is, because he talks shit and all. Uh, I I have not subjected myself to a full listening of a Jim Kunit podcast.
1: Well, I did a wee bit because the last the first couple of ones I listened to he actually seemed to be talking some
0: kind of sense, but he does it on occasion. But you know. <laughs> But mainly because, you know, I, I knew that if I did listen, I, I wouldn't really... I'll, I'll hear something, I won't agree with it, I'll get annoyed and I'll turn it off. Best not to listen no. Because if he says something that's not worthy or controversial enough, I'm sure it'll be quoted by somebody and they'll share it and they'll tell me what he said. Aye. Or you'll tell me, see? Aye. Like you're telling me now. Aye. But let's talk about Bound for Glory, shall we? We shall. We shall. Eh... Oh. Uh, Impact Digital Media title on the pre-show the mm-hmm. Fandango, well formerly Fandango now Dirty Dango Do you know, I didn't even realise that was him <laughs> didn't realise that, I just thought, hey, he looks cool, yeah. like him yeah, he's he's blown hair and everything <laughs> he, he was teasing before disappearing like a wee while ago Oh I've signed with a major promotion So, as, he wasn't on the TV and I wouldn't know heard about him being at the table mm-hmm. But it's, could that be Impact that he has signed with? Mm-hmm. Who knows? he was teasing he wasn't going to continue wrestling then he said he was going to continue wrestling So mm. I don't know what's happening, but you know, As good, as, as much as a surprise as it was Like, like, like that's what happened here Uh know I tell you, I had a kind of a A long day, the Friday of Bound for Glory mm. Which is why I felt so tired during the last two matches. I matches I persevered, I stayed through and The last two matches particularly were solid on, on Bound for Glory mm. But, you know, I'd, I'd had to work uh, during the day yeah. Shut <laughs> up. I'd had work during the day and then my brother was going to come over and he didn't get there to about 8, 9 o'clock and so we're all chatting, he, him, my mum, my dad all chat and then uh, his brother was going to stay over, he was going to walk around for, for glory and everything mm. and we get a call from me. Misses about back at 10 and she feels, she's hearing like banging around at the back door kind of area and she knew mm. like someone was trying to do whatever and she was a bit scared Aye. and everything. And she was too scared to even go out and, like, check. Check. And Understandable. The, and plus, they all out in Lennox, and, like, you can see the campsite across their, from their living room. Like, mm. well, not directly across, but you can see behind houses and there's a clear view of the top that they can't see and everything. Aye. So they are kind of, you know, as much as they would, it would try and sometimes they, otherwise they are in the middle of nowhere almost. So she didn't view condo being in the house by herself, so then we had to get out all the way back over to theirs and then then the he came in we felt we, we saw there was fuck all really happening. No. And she was kinda of settled down, she went upstairs and everything that she had something to eat. But then it was like twenty past, you know, twelve and they're like, Jesus the feed pre- pretty shows gonna kind of start in a minute. So usually we were kind of rushed around like heedless chickens. and then finally got settled down and then but three quarters of the way through powerboard I'm kinda of saying like, I'm starting to feel awfully tired to you <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's weird, but the only thing was i put the pre-show on the pre-show like, was mostly the at most half 12 on the youtube and it, it just stood there on the alone the screen and just the picture of brian myers and the graphic for the for the digital media no, table for like a good three or four minutes until it came on but there must have been something with the connection because when it came on the match is already starting dangles in the ring and like because I didn't know he died, his hair blonde everything, and everything. And the first shot I see on the match is starting, and then I can see him from the back. And I just kind of look and I'm a bit disappointed at first, like, who the fuck is this now Who's this <laughs> fucking nobody? Oh fuck, is Dango. So, as much as it was a surprise to me, it wasn't a big enough surprise, I think, to warrant him potentially winning the title. And so, luckily, didn't he? And Brian Myers is, a, is still the digital media champion. Even though the Pindles should be. We've got an argument to media yeah, so he should be the, still be the digital media champion. But apparently, I think if he holds it past this uh, next, if Brian Myers holds it past this next uh, special in November, I believe he will become the longest reigning digital media champion. No, I mean, there's right. I mean, only been four reigns so far, but still, it's, it's at least a minor thing to hold on to because I think Matt Cardona is currently the longest in digital media champion is he yeah hmm. i mean like I said, it's not been uh, around that long but do you have do you get a chance to watch this piece of mine do you have any thoughts about dango being there and, and brian myers
1: oh you see i like dango i didn't i didn't realize until a couple of days after who it was mm-hmm. that that might have been for you know reasons reasons <laughs> but no, I liked it. And a couple of times, like I say, we impacts opening matches, or pre-show matches. Sometimes you see a couple of spots matches. you think oh, the guy might actually win it. Uh-huh. And you've seen that a few times with Dirty Dangle,
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> you know. But yeah, solid, solid sort of digital media match. Nothing really. Yeah. Right home about. Right how? Right home by lesser one. Yeah.
0: But something we completely forgot to mention last week when we were doing our whole. Thing about the pre- preview of the card and everything that was going on. We forgot to even mention Raven. Yeah, and the Hall of Fame and yeah, all that. Yeah, his Hall of Fame the initiation. because yeah, uh, it was interesting because I, you know, I was I was happy when it came up that he was in the the Hall of Fame. Oh, totally. Because you know he did do, he did, in the early days of TNA had a big run. You know, in like two thousand three, like two thousand six, seven times.
1: It's quite a thing, well, like see, seen him. Like he's seen footage of him for the mm-hmm. and seen him now, yeah. and you're like, man, you you put a lot of effort into the business.
0: I mean, you know, I mean, a combination of those kind of violent matches. Particularly, I think, I think he, he did more violent matches when he left ECW and was like on the Indies and, and TNA than he did when he was ever in ECW. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that plus the fact that he had a he had a, he had a, he did have some issues with drugs and everything. He had a bloody feud with. Punk and, and Ring of Honor in 03, they had a dog collar match and everything. Mm-hmm. You should look at it, it's very bloody. But that, and it was based on all because Punk was in the midst of his early I'm straight edge thing, plus, so that was a natural mm. thing, like, where Punk would, would chastise, Raven for, like, guys like me and Ring of Honor were fighting for these opportunities and you pissed away because you were an addict and all that oh, shit.
1: So, so, again, an
0: early prototype version of the CM Punk, Jeff Hardy thing? Yes, but even then, like, even though there were some bars, a lot of bars in the Jeff Hardy I think they were definitely a bit more restrained from what they could say in WWE in 2009 whereas on the, on, in 2003 with Punk and Raven in the Ring they were like, nope, say whatever the fuck you want <laughs> so, but, so I think the fact that he's went through those kind of matches and had those issues that he's seemingly come out the other side of to be honest with you, he could, he could look worse he could there'd be people who have been through less than he has and still look worse for their age than he does I know you look at Bret Hart. <laughs> I know.
1: What he had today was spend the last however many years of his existence bitching about nothing.
0: He looks awful. Oh, well, I didn't mind Raven. You know, he finally, he was he was going on when he came in, he, he, into TNA originally that, oh, my destiny is to become the NWA champion. He finally did it in 2005 and they've been actually putting up a bunch of his matches from 05. Mm. Especially with him, his title defence like he... Uh, that unbreakable pay-per-view he was in the semi-main event against Rhino in a Ravens Rules match hmm. or the No Surrender pay-per-view he, it was him be a best for the NW title in a, in a dog collar match so did he win? yeah he won that he lost the show a a up he lost the title a bloody live event oh. weirdly he won it in a King of the Bank match he put that match up too AJ sales was the champion going into that it was AJ <laughs> AJ e. Raven Monty Brown X-Pop, but he was wrestling as Sean Waltman. Right. And I can... Maybe, maybe it was Abyss, because I know Jarrett wasn't in there, you know, because Jarrett was always around the fucking tail at that yeah. point. But, you know, so I think for his contributions in the early days of TNA, we were deserved. But I did see some people who did say, like, it's not that it's not deserved, they said, but, like, I could think of quite a few other people who, who contributed to TNA and Slash Impact Wrestling that could should have went in before. Raven, I don't know how you feel about that. Well... Well, who would you say? I mean, you mean, there are people I do agree, but I think there are some people who... Is Angle in it? Angle's in it, Things in it, like Stings Team 3D it. are in it, Jada, Abyss, Ken Shamrock, Hale Kim, Earl Hebner. I think's in it. Earl <laughs> uh, So, I think that's... about uh, Kong's in it, isn't she? Oh, some Kong went in last year, yeah. so there you go. Shamrock was in the year before. Mickey? Mickey I mean. M- Mickey's not in it. I'm surprised she's not in it, but I figured maybe... I think, I think if after they do this entire, this angle thing where someone beats her and she does go away, then they'll do the... Is the, EY in it? EY's not an EY would make a good one, but I don't think... I think the Y could give it to people who aren't really full-time. Active. is yeah. yeah, like I think... So maybe once EY retires. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Daniels, Christopher Daniels, I mean, I know he's in, you know, but he's popped over. Yeah. Or, I mean, he could definitely I know people obviously say that AJ, but, like, I don't think current situation WWE would allow that I mean,
1: well I mean they don't make comment on the Impact thing so you never know
0: that, that is true and then plus what happened with the Good Brothers which we'll get to I think maybe under Triple H things will be more open but I still went home a referee like, for just a couple of years to see AJ go into the Impact you know, Hall of Fame but mm. so I'm, I'm trying to think who else like, there's quite a few people from the early days like your Jadis or your like, Abysses who have went in I don't, so I don't know who else there is I think Kazarian Kazarian could, could have went in I think once they find hung it up Stephen and Shelley together, or even individually, your mm-hmm. uh, money, your money. Then uh, again, one one half is in do Not that you'd know it, but you know.
1: Oh, well, he is, but he is new because.
0: He is he, what, he? what has happened to the dirty dogs? You but know they've been sent to a farm. They can run about with dogs their own age. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them back. Give them a shot of the titles again. They were cool. I can't believe it, the two of them, that in early 2022, they sent one of them down to uh, win the NXT title briefly from Braun Baker when I lose it back, and of the two, they chose Dolph Ziggler to be the one, like, you, you know, like, you look at the two of them, like, you see Evans Vince, Vince, you know the other one in that team is a former NXT champion in his own right? It was right there. It, it <laughs> Give was, him a shot. I know. Give him something. Give yeah, him something, come on, lads. <laughs> Bobby Roode's just going to be sitting there back to his mustache, watching Dolls the next champ, like, need to hold that. I used to be an athlete, me. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, any excuse, I sort of found the opportunity, any excuse to do that. I used to be an athlete, sir. So. <laughs> Look at my big moustache I've got I used to be an athlete's moustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so You're a weighty toy on my own promo. But I uh, being a promo is like a Raven's speech,
1: by the way. It was fantastical.
0: You know the phrase <laughs> "unaccustomed as I am to public speaking" oh, was made man. for people like Raven. Bold myself, now. <laughs> He's in there, with uh, wees, better be. of are looking down at it, like. Understand me, I'm not the best talking in front of a large group, and you know, knowing that there's also like, however many people in the audience plus however many people are watching around the world on pay per view. But speaking of Kazarian, like as we mentioned him a minute ago, he opened the show alongside Mike Bailey and the X Division title match and what a fucking opener this Mm. was. You can't you can't really go wrong with an x Division title opener, especially with Mike Bailey being delivering as Seamus would say, banger after banger after banger. Then Kazarian coming in and uh, now we used to you were saying before, you know, we were like, oh well this did happen or so and so definitely not gonna win this one. But then we were like right? then we're like we can't we cannot predict. We both agree we can rarely ever properly predict what impact's gonna do. Mm. and that was true and this one, the fucking ultimate weapon into the into the cutter combination and then, and then I can't remember the name of it, it, like finish and everything but But it worked cool. It did. He did that weird twisting Spanish fly thing, the fox mm. capacitor off the off the top and everything. It was It was
1: just awesome.
0: Yeah. They they got they got the opener, they got a chance to properly get some time. And yeah, I don't think anybody could have called. No, I, mean, I don't think
1: uh, everybody was thinking Bailey was going to. It was going to be a like banger of a match, but Bailey was
0: going to retain. But no, Kaz beats him. Cause like, it was like ten or eleven This was his tenth or eleventh defense, and they were talking about oh, going for the record because the record is thirteen defenses by Christopher but Daniels. Daniels, yeah. So I thought that was opening. I was leaving the door open for a Daniels appearance, right, as he's a bit to get to thirteen. You know, mm. kind of like what. They're teasing on it, and him so right now with the new day, coming back to the useless because like you're about to break our regular tight ends. We want to get the tag back and keep our records and that. Well, I think that's likely to happen yeah. in
1: WWE. Mm-hmm. But you I, know, in WWE, generally, if you think it's going to happen, it's going to happen.
0: Like, mm-hmm. but, but, like you know, who somebody on a football when a football team wants a player to another football team. Mm. I feel like that's what was happening with Kazarian. Like he's on loan from AEW. I know, right? <laughs> but.
1: Oh, I've got a point I really want like to go into here, but we are not onto the actual impact show yet. Yeah, but...
0: But... We'll get to it. But I think... What was interesting is that that makes him a five-time uh, x chap champion. Also, I found this interesting, fact, that was the 100th title, defi- uh, title change. And the title such as the 100th time it's changed since... June 2000 of 2002 it was introduced, so... Hmm. 20 years and, you know... 100 defences. In like four months. <laughs> uh, it's Which is bizarre to think about because it doesn't really feel like that many people held it for a long. The longest reign, like nearly a year, which was Austin, Aries from 2011 to 2012. Mm. And then you have people like Daniel, to like say, because his reign was like over six months, the 13 odd defences and everything. So though, like, I think that, that's maybe the period that a lot of guys seem to hold it at most. So there's not that many, usually that many mams, kind of long range with the x Wing title, but i still surprised it took 20 years for a hundred, you know, title, defense, uh, mm. title changes, sorry. But, you know, I, I was surprised and definitely kicked off the peer per view in, in a big way. The fans seemed to be all into this match. There were quite a few Kazarian fans seemingly. What did you think of the venue, by the way, that they, they had the sale in, in Albany? Oh, I thought the venue was cool. I mm-hmm. said, I loved the crowd. Yeah.
1: The crowd looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. When, and sounded a lot better there was a lot more crowd
0: response this mm-hmm. time I was annoyed during the taping because there were one or two matches where I don't know where the fuckers had gone or, if they, or somebody even bought the seats but right in the big uh, the upper deck bit, along the hard cam side there would just be a bit where there were one or two empty seats which I always hate to see empty seats in a thing because you know, people can easily poke, find a whole look at the empty seat but it was just the fact there was a big crowded section and then just frick fan, fan, fan empty seat, fan, 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 really mm-hmm. Person, person, couple of empty seats. Person, person, person. Like, where are these random people who have. Where are these random seats doing? Oh, empty. Could you, could you not get on to somebody? Like, can you shift these people along? Say, the heart can say so. The, the seats that aren't on camera will be empty, and not the ones that are on camera. Yeah. Somebody get on the board. Sort that show. I know. thought that shit. Reminds me of the Frankie Boyle one where uh, he got annoyed at seeing two empty seats in his front row. Like, <laughs> Was these two empty seats? This is meant to be fucking sold out. Where the fuck are they? I hope they're lying deep in a fucking ditch somewhere. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't wish that for whoever didn't they get those seats. But you know what I'm talking about, like I don't know maybe like a sold out fucking show, and then there's the fucking empty seats. I really feel like they should have swapped the uh the order around here in the next two matches. We'll go on, huh? I-, I think they should have done the knockouts tail match then, Mickey James being me at because you know you have a hot opener. No offence to the people involved, I don't think that many people were as invested in the Death Dolls v. Effect match. And I think you had that. It was mm-hmm. a bit of a cool down. I don't like seeing that bit once much, but there was kind of implica- bigger implications going into Mickey Jean v Mia. that's suppose, but
1: I didn't even see Mia beating her.
0: You know, I mean, well, I had your fucking theory going in my head, so I didn't know what to think going into, mm. going into this. I, I still thought it was going to be Mia that, that did it. So... I still think Matthew might hold water. Don't we? Yeah, I w- well, I thought if she was going to turn. I thought it would have happened that night, but mm. it does seem like she's got. It. She there it was a thing between her and some of the members of Vex. So maybe Matthew about like keeping it going and then let her fight feud with Diana and tells her to revisit those rivalries on her way to try and become the Knockouts champion again. Mm. And then you that's when you pay the story off. So like, but like, it did seem like they wanted to give a decent amount of time to. Mia versus Mickey, like let it breathe, you know, give it some time, and because they didn't get a lot of time for the Knockouts Tag Title match, so I thought. But you could tell it took a wee while for the fans to kind of get into the Mia and yeah, Mickey James match. So I thought you give them the the breather with the tag title match, then give them this match. Maybe the fans will be a bit more invested in it. But I think what came out with like Mia yeah, only was on a short term deal, which then has expired following Bound Then I think. Obviously, no, know no, contract-wise. And, of course, like you say, like, Mickey was never really going to never gonna lose. No, so. Mickey
1: wasn't going to lose that one. I didn't see. I didn't... I had my theory, like I told you, but if it was going to happen, it would have happened the minute the match was yeah finished or something. But she had to lose for that to be a scenario. Uh-huh. So.
0: But then she could even have turned tail during the match to get to you when Like, she doesn't feel like she can... When like she set her finish, she's getting down. she's giving her everything she can keep eh? her mm. down so she, she wins by nefarious means, you know. Well, I mean there was certain small
1: points during the match, but it looked like she was getting Frustrated. Frustrated and that
0: sometimes leads to heel tendencies or heel actions, but mm. that was that. So you mentioned Paul's eating an empire biscuit in case you couldn't tell there. It's really good. Mm. Empire biscuits are good, aren't they? I, mean, I I laugh at that, but i still again I don't want any minus Snowball, but Empire Biscuits I've, really, I've discovered in the last year so are really good, especially when you get one in with enough jam in it. Aye. Mm-hmm. And never with a cherry on top. It always has to be a, a, a jelly. jelly thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. It does not count if it does not have a jelly
1: <laughs> only need a, a cherry thing on a Belgian bun. Mm-hmm.
0: About, oh, a Belgian Or bun. a cherry big Then Aye. again, cherry big are... I'm not a big fan of. Oh, I like them. I like them, but I like cake. <laughs> of course, you like <laughs> in cake in general. Everybody loves cake. Who doesn't love cake? Do you not like cake? You're saying there. If you don't like cake. What the hell's wrong with you?
1: I I had something there, but then I thought to myself, would that be controversial?
0: Well, if people if people hear it, then it will not be considered too controversial. if They don't.
1: Well. No, I won't because it, it will be controversial. And not and not in any crass fashion, but it will be controversial nonetheless.
0: Okay, then I'm just gonna move on from that weird tangent. But enjoy your in purpose. I will. But uh, so, Mickey wins the match. I don't know what's going to happen. Mia and they did. There were reports that Triple H was interested in bringing her over, back over to WWE. Mickey James? No, uh, no, Mia Yim. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but maybe um, also has her now husband Keith Lee over in AEW, so where she'll go, nobody knows really just yet.
1: Well surely Keith Lee's told her just how much of a shite show it is, she might know what to go there. <laughs> well, you know, we don't know how Keith Lee feels. Keith Lee's probably sitting there going, honestly
0: and it's pish, go to WWE, you will be better off. Keith Lee was just a tag team champion over there, Like, well he was a couple weeks ago, but he was a tag team champion. That doesn't count for shit later. Just him. Like he may not be. He may enjoy himself. We don't know. him. Have you seen the fruit? What runs the place? Oh, yeah, him who's definitely not on cocaine before his appearances. Like, look at look at look at his eyes. Probably. That That's... twitchy guy. Aye, it's freezing out, but he's still sweating somehow. Mm-hmm. Like moving away from. He's, he's rattling. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was a really good show tonight. Here's my hero screenplay, I'm running. <laughs> uh, so maybe like the the Doors, Deft or the <laughs> thing is now the collective name for this trio of uh, of Taya, Rosemary, and Jessica. I,
1: I I've come around to the man
0: liking. Do <laughs> so you like you like Jessica? Yeah, so, they're fun. So, someone had a sign during the impact taping. Well, it said sick, but they do it with two eyes, kind of like how Jessica yeah does it. And mm. you're holding up every time there was a good like spot, like sick. <laughs> but I, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Jessica, but even even then, after watching the package Back, when she says it, like, let's see and okay, Good, because I'm sick. That, that got me that didn't a laugh? No, she grew on me. <laughs> yeah, and then the whole thing. It, it wasn't okay kind of story, you know, like, like I, said, I, I said some people weren't as invested, but it was it was a case of. Oh, like we don't trust Jessica. She'll fuck it up for us. Then oh, it turns out she didn't fuck it up for us. No, I won. Yay!
1: Yay.
0: Kind of as much as I. It was much rejoicing. Yeah, it's weird what's happening with the knockout stage. Okay, I don't know if you've noticed. This. I think I may have mentioned it before, but it's a case of a team wins it. The next special they have a rematch with the team they, they, they won it with. Well, they have a rematch with the team they won it from. Then the very next thing, a new team comes on. They lose it to them. And then the cycle repeats (laughs) with my next rematch. New team. Lose. Because, you know, you had uh, Inspiration win it and have a rematch with uh, Decay. Their match with the influence was delayed because of COVID reasons and all that shit. Influence win it. I think they had a rematch. Then Influence lose it to Decay. I don't know if they had a rematch or anything, but like, I think they went away before they got a rematch. Then they lose it to Vexed. And then now they've had this rematch with Vex, but in a different combination. So will Vex get a rematch and then who else is there? You got Tasha and uh Savannah Evans, but I think that's about it other than Vex and the Death Dolls. You get Killer Kelly to have a tag team partner, but you know. I
1: don't think anyone would feel safe tagging with Killer Kelly.
0: No, probably not. <laughs> I still, I still maintain it would have been cool for her to come out and choke out Brian Myers for the Digital Media title. I think it would have been pretty cool.
1: Or just you know, for all sake, choking out Brian Myers. Um, you know, yeah. I don't really give good fucks who for his title. So you can choke him out as she wants. He's a dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we it a little mini rant there. A
0: little bit. Please don't talk with your mouthful. <clears throat> I'm sorry. He's a dick. See, it <laughs> I do have no mind. I don't mind profanity, but don't do it with your mouthful. Why Why? why I tried to sound like Rick Mail there, I don't know. Hey, shut up! You <laughs> are <laughs> a, a poofy head. <laughs> we were I'm watching about a final game before this. Anyway, I know it's done. <laughs> I think after that, was it the tag team title match, the OGK versus the machine guns? I believe. Probably. It may have, yeah, I think it was solid match again. I didn't think the machine guns were, were going to win, and then they they didn't. Of course, Maria yeah. uh, got involved. Yeah, and she, she wanted did. to. Do.
1: Bloody Judas.
0: <laughs> but then, uh, like she was teasing whether <laughs> or not more was going to go particularly the OGQ because she said like we've been talking with Scott of War, but then we've also been talking to other people. And well, but you have. And then they showed up. Uh, Notice no 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 belts with them. No belts with them. No mention of their Impact Tag Champs. No. Uh, and uh, I don't want to act like I'm giving away spoilers for a thing that's been taped. But uh, taping was the day after Bound for Glory, and they just so happened to have a Tide match, tag title defense on this coming week's Impact. Mm-hmm. Just after they showed up to a thing without tag titles. Mm-hmm. I wondered if they're going to lose those tag team titles at that taping. Who is it we're facing at like? uh, that? Other match that's already taped, but it it's coming out on Thursday. Ethan Rhino. Ah, oh, seriously, to them? They may not hold it for very long. Ah, oh, but still! Jesus Cake Boy and the fucking Ginger Grandpa. Well, the whole, well, his whole thing is what well, being annoyed because I don't know more took out Rhino and he's been sneaking up on them, so... Oh, fuck Rhino. Fuck him right in his Jesus Cake here. You really aren't going to let go of the Jesus Cake thing, are <laughs> no, you?
1: No, I'm not going to let go. Rhino's a fud. And so is Heath, the them or Dixley, but I know what I don't lay belts for ages, or can't of them. Well, they might no. hold on to them for ages anyway.
0: But, I that's, do think, I do... if
1: you'd put me in a bad
0: mood now, so sort of <laughs> But, one, one positive for AEW is them showing up to confront FTR who hold the IWGP and Ring of War titles, which uh, OGK have held, in the, respectively, in the past, in separate reigns. <laughs> <laughs> is that them challenging them, I'm hoping, is a sign that they've got that, they're they're almost, they're this close to, you know, figuring out what the fuck they're gonna do with Ring of Honor, and like, in terms of them getting a television deal, which they've been talking about getting for them for ages, but Toy Cameron has to be like, oh, how's that coming along? You're like, I can't talk about that right now. Mm. Like, because you don't know what's happening, is it? Mm. But I'm hopeful them showing up to have a feud with FTR, which I'm sure will produce some classic matches. I'd, and I know that sounded like I was saying that sarcastic. But it really isn't because yeah. the OGK are a good team, at great team. FTR, one of the best teams going right now. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that means that you know my Ring of Honor TV deals giving me like the Friday Show Rampage, which seems to be where a lot of the Ring of Honor related stuff and guys on the roster have Ring of Honor titles seem to defend them is on the Friday Rampage show. And I've been saying this multiple times when I've talked with guys on ASR, like I've been saying like Tony, just give them Rampage. <laughs> Nobody, even people who who regularly watch AW. Wouldn't give a fuck if Rampage suddenly became a Ring of Honor related show. Yeah, like no, no one would give a shit. Just let them, just just so that you can put all your Ring of Honor guys on this thing, and everyone else on the Dynamite show. If they, if you have time to get them on, if they're good enough to get TV time, they get on Dynamite, and then your show won't feel like such a clusterfuck all the time, <clears throat> and maybe people will stop giving you such a hard time. You know, I I wouldn't. No, I but mean, I'm terribly biased. Again, you don't even watch it, so fuck it. But I'm just saying, like, even those who watch it, like AEW and actually day Dynamite, are commenting on basically that it's in a bit of a state, which is putting it nicely. But, you know, I, I guess, uh, well, you know, they, they retain the tag team titles here in a solid match with the machine guns, because you can always rely on the machine guns if you want to get a solid, like, tag team match. Yeah. And, which goes out the same, but I think, again... The story with Heath constantly jumping out and attacking Members Odd no more. I guess they thought, well, we wanted to have the surprise of Rhino coming out in the Battle of Royal. And so, but really, I don't know why they couldn't just have Rhino come in and have that match at Bound for Glory and, and forego the whole machine guns thing. But anyway, the storyline's been paid off. It looks like OGK, particularly, are done. Buddy Vincent was hanging about backstage, allegedly, at a, a raw tape, and Eddie Edwards. <coughs> He, they quote, haven't seen or heard from Eddie Edwards, but oh, I think if Eddie Edwards is still under contract, but I think it's a case of I've lost, I'm going to disappear for a because I'm annoyed that I lost hmm. and then was just left in a cupboard, like, guys he's still there, guys well, That's how they put with 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 his seat all day, because they had to put him in the cupboard to run off <laughs> like, You just stay here, and he's like You're coming back for me, right? Aye, I will be back, man, I... <laughs> Vincent's on the phone with Maria and mate. like, but you guys remember to feed PCO before he's left, before you went to Rampage, right? So it was your job to feed him. No, you're <laughs> supposed to be feeding... Fucking, someone phone Kenny, he's still hanging around him back, tell Kenny to feed him. Okay, he's <laughs> like, I'm gonna no fucking feed him, he freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> He'll try and strangle me. Mm. Tell Eddie to feed him. <laughs> tell, tell Eddie, Eddie's no phone in my back. that's because he thinks you're a dick. <laughs>
1: Vincent's so all going fuck all. Of them. I'm going to WWE. I'm good. Potentially,
0: you know, we don't know really what else what's happening. Uh, they said, oh, he was backstage, but that could mean a lot of things.
1: I feel if I feel if he could be in whatever kind of thing that Bray is getting going. Well, I feel like that could be money there.
0: Could I be feel like that. Could be. Mm-hmm. Can I talk about my one low light of at Bound for Glory? Yes, you can. Well, I'll talk about some highlights of well, this thing first before I get to the thing I didn't like. Let's talk about the Call Your Shot gauntlet. Eric Young comes out, number one, and then there's a bit of a pause. Like before, Andrew number two comes in, and i like, oh, it's going to be him, it's going to be him. I got excited. I heard even hear someone in the crowd shout, say his name! And then out comes Joe Henry. say his name, and he appears. And well, fact he's clearly had some, quite a bit more exposure than you'd think in America that you know, there are guys there with signs. There are people clapping along with these uh, <laughs> these entrance music swaying the hands there. So I'm happy for Joe Hendry. I think he's gonna be a guy who they can like really do something with him. But oh, mm. I see him go after the digital media because He'd <laughs> be like, like, like I'm. I was gonna do my bitstig of him and his Edinburgh accent, but I don't know if I want to do that. No, I don't do it. My name is Joe Hendry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear, have you man. seen? Have you seen all the hits that my videos get on YouTube? <laughs> I should be the digital media champ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more Scottish than whatever Drew McIntyre is. <laughs> he he is the he is the Scottishness in that guy who's who, who get. Uh, a cunch aye, the guy in the baroness sketch before the the real guy comes there and he's like, what are "You talking like that for?"
1: Do you not know, me. Do, you know? Do you know? Ja, ja, ja,
0: ja. <laughs> <coughs> mm-hmm. I'm
1: going to see this guy This guy's a cunt <laughs> But then you have <laughs> <laughs> The only guy takes Manhattan
0: or, uh, Do you know Andrew comes in Just a sight, big sign Real guy takes impact wrestling <laughs> Ding.
1: So what? Uh, are we podcasting here or
0: what? We are podcasting That's we talk- okay. What the fuck are you talking about? You on your you on your your, your Joe Henry. I'm talking about Joe Henry. Talking about almost, I said I wanted to talk about highlights of the match. I'm talking about Joe Henry.
1: You went on a little Joe Henry tangent there. We
0: go on tangents all the time.
1: I know. I'm just I'm just making fun of your Joe Henry tangent. Because he was
0: really cool. Yeah, he is cool. Yes. yes, and he's gonna have a match. So you you invite debut next week, and I'm very much looking forward to it.
1: Who is he wrestling?
0: I don't know, some guy who we've never seen before so Oh I'll call him Red
1: I don't, I don't get why they don't get someone like Joe Henry wrestling as someone you know
0: Well I think it's established. A well maybe it's cause like they want him to win in these debuts like Let's get a guy you've not seen before so you'll like you, So you'll know that Joe Henry's gonna win but he'll look good when he wins Cause the man's much smaller and Joe Henry's a big bit of a guy
1: Get him to wrestle an established guy and beat him and go Oh my god Joe Henry beat the established guy he is like he is money
0: Yeah but you build up, you build on that don't you? I suppose Give you be a couple of low names and you go up to the, the rank, then you beat some established guys. You then know? you beat Lee Guy. Aye, like, and then you become Lee Guy. like Master Slamovich, she was having like ten seconds quotes against randoms. then she was sending out death notices basically to establish knockouts, beating all of them, and she got a knockout style because she killed everyone else. Aye. That's how, that's how you do it. Aye, she did. She's not yeah. the she's not the woman yet, but she will be at some she point. She
1: will be at some point, but she's not the woman yet.
0: But anyway, yes, we had Joe, <coughs> who, was, who, was, who was quite over had Macklin coming in at number three, who actually got the most eliminations in the end he with did. five. He the Dupinder got a hell of a show, I think, at one point. He did. Uh, you, had, you had some knockouts, you had like Killer Kelly or Savannah Evans and all that.
1: Okay, didn't really much go, I
0: no. She did get to renew hostilities with Dasha uh, Steel, which she I think is the main she reason because then they had on Impact this week a no DQ match as well. Uh so that was like they haven't bored that off. And you had what I called the ECW section <laughs> where Billy Ray came out. I the, know. They Bri- Tommy Dreamer Brian went. marked out when that happened, <laughs> he was like, Oh my god, it's Billy Ray, man. I mean I marked I marked out as well. But then I looked down like he's Years have not been kind to of Bulk from Bulk he's, and Skull. He still looks good. He's 51, I think. He still looks good. With like he's done his knee a bit well. Yeah. You sound like Lawrence Simpson. He's a bit older. He's still good. It's still good. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> then Tommy Jimer came out <laughs> uh, after taking a DDT from me at the end of his Olympia. Our rivalry is finally over. DDT, like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> And then Reino coming out together like a big pop as well. Uh, Bobby Fish came out in his hometown of Albany and somebody in the some people's directory were still trying to see him, punk at him. Oh, can I talk about this clip? Cause it got, I, I keep, I saw people sharing it around before. Bobby Fish at the opening segment of Impact when he was talking about like, he was talking about Billy Ray being a liar and everything. Like, no, you think that so-and-so's a coming by. He goes, folks, where's the lie? He says that like, it's just so casually, like, and then, like, no, one's, no one in the crowd reacts, like, it's just like, it cuts to Dave Billy and Josh in the ring, it's silent as he gets <laughs> in. I literally, you can hear a pin drop as he gets in the ring, and i saw so many people sharing that, like, God, this is awkward, like, yeah. Jesus, poor Bobby Fish. And uh, nobody <laughs> like, cares. Bobby Fish comes in his own crowd, the guy slides off, get names, gets chanted at him. He still had a, I mean, he had a solid match against Josh. on
1: but when, he's, when he was cutting his promo, it was... Deathly
0: silent. Yeah, yeah, no one really cares when, when, when Bobby Fish speaks. They care when he wrestles, they don't care when he speaks. Nah, like,
1: shut your <laughs> hole and just wrestle,
0: dick. Eh. Uh, number, B-gaming number 19, number 20, I popped for that. I marked out like a motherfucker when Mac Cardona came back. You remember know, my brother was like, yeah? Like, we are like, if Macdonald doesn't win, I want him to fucking win it. <laughs> he didn't win, law. No, he didn't. He? I was annoyed about that. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was annoyed that it was Bupinder that, I mean, I don't know why Bupinder's cool, but... That, yeah, that's cool. but then that continues on the thing with the major players getting back together again ugh. against uh, well, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll fight Heath and Rhino I don't know as a heel team
1: if we, if we do you know what
0: if we take the belt so they silly old bastards I'll be happy <laughs> stupid Heath and Rhino <laughs> ugh but so you, to it gets eliminated by defender and everything people are going fine and then it gets then it's getting later and later into the match I like think Macklin was in for the longest time because he was in for number three, and it gets to the end, down to the final six, final five. But I'm just sitting there like, why the fuck is Billy Ray still here? <laughs> like, why are you still here? Were you starting to get concerned? Yeah, like it's not gonna be fucking Billy Ray. They got down to the final two. Like, okay, Macklin. Like we were like, yeah, Macklin get to beat a former another former Impact champion because he's you know he's been saved and he's fought. Like missing and McKella and he's been fighting all these former champion, former champion Hall of Famer, getting that win on his way to getting the your Shot Trophy. So I, I gotta tell you, i going as I like. This is uh, mm. this is Macklin's match to, to lose here and he loses <laughs> with a with an arse suplex, basically that whole that fucking bubble on The I lift you up, but you you hit the impact on your arse. Alright. and that but he also takes him back on his arse. But he's well enough to get up. But apparently your arse is too sore for you to kick out. Never really liked the Bubba Bomb if I'm honest. Anyway. But yeah, the Billy Ree wins the Call Your Shot trophy and I was not a fan of this. You were not? No. Brian was. Uh, oh, I am not Brian. Brian, but, Brian was hella excited. Well, that's where Brian and I differ. Mm. We're individuals with our own opinions. <laughs> <laughs> but, I just, my brother and I were talking about he wasn't a fan of either. Because like, uh, the impact do so well with these talent. I know some of them have, are now departing but like in fact do so well when guys come in looking for opportunities after being let go and they get built up like the a thing like, like I said of not just saying just anyone, they fight sign guys who have not had an opportunity to showcase themselves and give them a platform Whether they're new and haven't been on a major promotion or they've just been let go before they got from another company before getting a chance to show what they could really do mm. like case in point Macklin where Macklin got a chance to probably show what he could do and all these other guys who got released in 2020, when we came in, we got, got a chance to show what they can do. But this felt like a step backwards to like the old like the older what we used to do in TNA under Hogan, that where the older guy would win at the expense of the homegrown guy. Because I know Macklin's still always using WWE, but the last couple of years he feels like he's reinvented and feels like a like a, like a, solid impact guy. Mm. And I really felt like this should be Macklin's, thing. Macklin's whole promo on impact would be like, I've done all this, and basically how you. His whole promo highlighted. Here's all the st- cool stuff I've done this year. And basically, it makes you think. Why the fuck didn't he? Versus why didn't he win the gauntlet match? Like, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't want to see Billy Ray versus Josh Alexander. I know Josh can have a great match him but I don't want to see it. I don't, I don't care. Billy's not going to win. I want to see someone who was a threat like Macklin who I thought could easily have taken the belt off of Josh Alexander.
1: If I may. You know, mm. offer her a ball
0: here.
1: Sure. Who's to say that's not what you will see? What do you mean? Oh I mean in this day and age the thing like call your shot trophy really does not mean a good goddamn thing. Mm. You know? We could have there could be a match held for that trophy. Like call your shot gauntlet could end up being some kind of multi man match. Mm-hmm. There's many scenarios and ultimately Macklin could still come out on top of it, and mm-hmm. in which case if that does happen to be the scenario they'll come out looking all the better for it as well.
0: But then they've finished another the match, which I think is going to happen at uh, Overdrive for the title, and, like, I'd much rather see that match take a showcase but now I know that there's no threat in that match either, that even though i like to believe that there is some. match? The match that I'll, I'll go when we get to what oh, Josh's yeah, next match. challenge. Like, I like to think that that has more to Josh, but I'll know that because Billy Ray's hovering in the background and they still had to do that match, then that nothing's going to happen there. So, you know, it, it, it kind of took me out of it. It's not the best story I think they should have done coming out of Bound for Glory, like Josh versus Billy Ray, because I'd much rather them, them do something else with somebody who really could have used it. Mm. So, yeah, and that is, that is me, you know, that's where I differ from some other people. I don't know, you know how you people listening might think about it, but... Hopefully I was I was perked up again because despite you know, struggling with sleep, my eyes feeling heavy because of the long day i had mm. the two matches that, that closed out the show, the knockouts title match and the impact title, Even though they didn't go the way I thought they were going to, I couldn't be mad at them because, oh, hell no. because of the, the way they went. The women's match might be up there as one of my favourite impact matches of the year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just It was a it was a stormer of a match.
0: They were just Dropping each other with all their big moves, you never knew where what was going to happen. No. And, you know, is the, like, the idea of working stuff, like just getting to see two women go, like, it doesn't have to be men's matches with your proper, like, forearm and then, like, being stiff no, with the were, other point. They, they were going hard on each other. Yeah, they were just battering one another. And, you know, the finish, the grace driver off the middle rope. I uh, know. That, like, they all kept hitting their finishes and then. You know, I know I've kind of grown tired of the, oh, they grab the rope spot, but, you know, it kept you invested in that. And then when they hit that move, I'm like, okay, that's got to be it. I mean, yeah. I won't be mad at myself losing this way because, like, you know, you, you risk having one, one kick out too many if she kicks out of a grace driver off the middle fucking rope. Oh uh, totally. Yeah. Like, did she kick out of the muscle buster at one point? She did. Yeah. Uh, so there you go, she's already kicked out of the bloody muscle buster and we've seen how that's nearly fucked some people up mm. that move. Even by the guy who fucking is famous for doing the move, is it famous injury people with it? But I, I was happy with it. Maybe Plus some more Joe, right? Yes, yeah, more Joe. Remember Tyson kids Yeah, yeah. Like he, his career ended because of a muscle buster.
1: No, I heard. I heard he's up and about again, quite fit and active
0: again. Oh like. well, yeah, well he wasn't any like or anything, but his neck injuries were. It seems but be. he's been like an agent, and you yeah. know he's quite credited with his his agent work and everything. I heard. I heard rumor. Some time
1: back, there like he he'd considered seeing if he would ever be eligible for wrestling again, but he doesn't think it's going to be possible.
0: Well of the thing you never know now, because like Edge and Paige like yeah, like Brian yeah. and all that, you know, people have come back from from those kind of injuries before, but you know, but you know I've heard with his agent work particularly whenever it comes to who who was the agent for Ultimate, he's done a lot of work with the women's division, in the main roster, producing mm-hmm. some of the, some class matches and that. Like I think he may even been the producer in the ladder match from from last weekend. Yeah. So, like and I think he's like been a producer in like the Women's Royal Rumble in the past couple of years, so that's really cool. Seems to know what he's talking about and everything. Because uh, he 'cause he'll you'll have that experience. But this match here yeah, I think does this kind of go with kind of what we were saying before I mean she's not a heel like your the image suggested, but the idea of working up to maybe even a hard to kill Mickey versus Jordan where we see the Mickey heel turn or even Mickey being forced to hang it up. Mm. I think that could be the case. Yeah, I don't know what Mickey do. Wait, uh, Jordan does like that Overdrive, right, which is the next special in November. Who's and, she wrestling in that? I gotta say, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I'm wondering mm. who who she'll get. The good Yeah, give her give Giselle Shaw one month. You know, program. Let Giselle Shaw have a shot at the title. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't mind it. Well, either
1: that, she could end up having a Masha rematch.
0: Could be a rematch, you know, yeah. There was a thing with Vex kind of coming at Mickey, so maybe they could do a tag match to then build to the the one on one thing where like Mickey and Jordan versus Vex at Overdrive. Mm-hmm. The name Overdrive gives me big vibes of like that Over the Limit pay per view that we used to do in the early 2010s. we right. did. A, did like three of those. I think that was only three. <laughs> yeah, right? only three. Uh, so there was some particularly decent
1: matches on a couple of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like think an underrated one. I think there were a couple of ones at the 2012, like they had a four, which was Jericho, Del Rio, Orton, and Sheamus for the world title. And that same show, they had Punk Brian for the WWE title. Who won the four? Uh, Sheamus, I think he was the champion yeah. at the time. And I think Randy and Jericho may do something, and then Jericho got suspended for kicking the, the flag in Brazil, <laughs> <laughs> which they didn't know was a thing. And then legit, actual security got on the ring. And confront him because to say, like, you need to get on and make him apologise you you getting arrested. <laughs> like, he could have been arrested that night. <laughs> he told them all about Eddie's book and everything. Jeez. But, uh, and then Eddie suspended him. <laughs> but So that, that match, I don't know what's happening there, but then we had the main event, Eddie versus Josh Alexander. All the hate, you had Alicia and her, Eddie's kids in the front. Then you had uh, Josh's family there. They they were implying that bloody they, they end up at the end. That basically, I implied basically it she might to make leave Eddie depending on the outcome of this match, I've which got, is a weird thing. I've got
1: to say honestly, if I was Eddie, I I could see no downside in that situation. <laughs> you know, just turning the wings against him though. I could still see no downside in that situation. <laughs> I've seen her. I've seen. The kids, I thought, you know, I leave a tape, man.
0: Just <laughs> go with your crew. No, oh, your crew have fucked off on them. Well, three of them have. Uh, but this match again, given plenty of time, I was sight for this one because I didn't know where this was going to go. Yeah, also, yeah, they all no more, tended interference, and everything. But I didn't take away from the match to so Josh, I think this is legit. Got his nose broken during the match he's all bloody and everything but I think that made him look more like menacing and more badass when he was coming, making his comeback aye just, the, just Eddie straight up like these guys very much a couple of times straight up dropping each other on their fucking heads <laughs> like Eddie I know you're a big fan of Japanese wrestling but can we chill with the with the dropping on each other's stop heads stop it stop it he's already dead Yeah, it's the looking spot where they they expose the ring mats on the outside oh no, he he's finished there that looked rough as well I like the kind of combination that Josh has come out now the uh, you know the power bomb kind of backbreaker thing to then mm. flip them over into the the C4 Spike aye but I was said C4 Spike that ended the match and Josh Alexander got to got to actually retain the title this time and about forgot he gets to stand on the main event that was cool and then on No More Attacks on the sofa table out comes Billy Ray, and i was sort of like, oh, God, not this, not again. Did you, did you think you were getting another... See,
1: I thought we were getting a moose situation. Well, not just a moose situation, but, but just like... Just him getting
0: fucked and minute he's won it again. No, it's just the idea of, like, oh, he's getting fucked, but then that also means the title goes on Billy Ray in 2022, and it shouldn't. Ah. Uh, There's, like, not him. Like, anybody else coming out with the help of honor no more, whoever, has like, I don't bring a background, whatever. Great. Billy Ray, no. Plus there was a table there, but then the more longer they stare at each other, they're like, There's a swerve coming here <laughs> and yeah. then also they help fend off on and more and everything, then Billy Ray gets in Josh's face, like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna push you to your life. I'm gonna be the most legit guy you've set there rim so far in your time as champion and like Are you though? <laughs> I mean, I legit as in you're the guy with the most like accomplishments probably, the guy with the most storied career behind you. But audio. But are you really gonna be as much of a test for him as some of these other guys feel like are you gonna be more of a test than Young and or Tommy see, All those <laughs> other guys? Like really? You? <laughs> yeah. Like and then the feed cow went out and then it came back as they put one of the guys on a third table. Mm-hmm. Then the cow again. <laughs> so clearly they didn't know how much TV time no. or pay per view time they had left. So that was an awkward ending, but Match quality wise, across the board, I could not complain. Mm-mm. Maybe with the exception of the ending of the Call You Shot Gauntlet, but I've made my feelings abundantly clear mm-hmm. about that. You have? I don't think, uh, I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> you. But my feelings about the whole Billy Ray situation weren't exactly helped all that much by the following Impact, where it does feel like we got an idea of where the next couple of weeks or however long is going to be like. We're like, oh, why didn't Billy call his shot? Why didn't he like Josh was annoyed when Ju when Miss attacked him when he was down? Yeah. And guys, like But then he's like, Billy, you stabbed people in the back, you're you here, why didn't you take your shot when you had the chance? Like what do you what are you up to? Mm. then he basically said, I don't want to I don't wanna be remembered as the as the guy who stabs people in the back and does all these horrible things. I I wanna do it the right way so you'll see me coming, out and I'll announce it at the top of you'll know when I'm coming to call my shot. And then we were preceded by like of Moose and Macklin and Bobby Fish all coming out. Because you say why. They Maybe. all
1: made noise except when Bobby Fish came. Yeah. Nobody
0: made noise when Bobby Fish came out. And there was no rejoicing. Yeah. Because nobody came. The most noise anyone made was when he said, I'm from Albany here. Yeah. And then they were all like, oh god, we can't take credit for that prick. Nice. Fucking CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. Someone jokes like, <coughs> like, someone joke Bobby Fish comes out and he's home town, and people chant see him punk. It's probably his mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> but, so they always came out basically saying, like, oh, don't trust Billy, he's going to stab you in the back. And then, but they, Scott and like, you know, you can't trust Billy Ray. Like, he's not really meant to trust me he's not meant to be his ally, you know, he's, he's just, it's just a case of, like, he needs to keep his head in a swivel, which, he, like, mm. he was probably going to do anyway. He's the world champion. Yeah, that's what a world champion does. I know, like, the so, like, the whole thing, like, oh, we we'll want it. So you do go one or two ways where it's like, where either Billy proves, like, no, I'm going to tell you ahead of time. This is when I want to fight you for that title, or it'll be a bastard and It's <laughs> attack him. So, but honestly, I couldn't care either way which one he does to do, because I don't want to see Billy as champion or fight for the title. But as uh, long as calm well, yourself, as long as Josh yourself. wins. Well, this is what this is what you're fucking like. <laughs> All the time, like oh, as and long as path. as long as this dickhead does me when I don't, I want this thing to happen. All that, let me have my thing. Well, look, if you, I mean, think of it on my side of it. Partly the reason I'm smoking
1: weed is because, eh, I like smoking weed. So it's lots. Oh, i excuse to smoke weed. But also, I know we'll be talking about a certain extreme rules again soon,
0: and when we get to certain matches, I need to be calm. Yes, I know, and I'm, I'm being calmer than I than I usually would be. I've I've been worse than this. In yeah, match. I know. So I'm I'm being I am perfectly calm. I am perfectly calm. Well, I will be perfectly calm when we talk about a certain match too. I know you will. Anyway, but so but then Bobby Fish challenges Alexander a match. They have the match later on, mm-hmm. which is it was a solid match because mm. Bobby Fish wasn't talking. <laughs> but again, does Alexander can have a bad match, and then. Uh, Frankie Kazari comes out with his X Division title and basically immediately says, by the way, I'm ca- I'm taking option C. See, this, this
1: was my sticking point for Impact, you see. And I'll give you my reasons. Firstly, we had Bound for Glory. Uh-huh. We had a phenomenal X Division title match, which Kaz won. Mm-hmm. Rightly so. I mean, I was really up on... Uh, uh, Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey, right. I was really up on Mike Bailey, and I thought he was cool as fuck, great ex division champ. So for Kaz and him to have such a great match, for Mike Bailey to look strong even though he lost great representation of both guys, for Kaz to come out and immediately drop the title and go option C, it seems a little, you know, disrespectful to Mike Bailey, first of all, Mm -hmm. in my mind. You know what I mean? I don't think that's right. You you promote a guy, you have a guy like build him up as this great X Division champion, all these defenses
0: and then, oh look, he's been beaten.
1: Fuck his title. I'm just gonna drop it and go for this title.
0: Like, I think it's next week on Impact or this coming episode of Impact where they're gonna do the official handover of the the belt. I think the November wait, I think it's gonna be on the eighteenth, so that overdrive it's gonna be Kazarian versus versus uh Josh Alexander, which again like I I like I don't think Kazarian will win the title, but I like to have a slight bit of doubt in my mind and maybe think maybe he would win the title. But then like I said before, because we know that the Billy Reese story has to play itself out, we know there's no threat there to Josh no, against not, not really. No. No. I think I know the we maybe tell the story as the weeks go on, but I like to think of it as maybe it's because like he's been a five time champion. So maybe he's really like I don't have anything to prove as X Division champion. But you know, I've never ha- I've never been world champion, so in his mind like well Josh did the auction season, so my way to get to Josh in the title is to win the X division title so I can uh, Take option C, mm. but you know, if 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 the plan was always to have, and I don't mean to keep Parker on it, but if the plan was always to have a match between Kazarian and Josh, a major special for the title. Don't could, have up. Don't
1: have. We call your shot as a, a stickler in there unless it's on someone that could maybe say, use it. I was
0: gonna say, couldn't you just have Kazarian win the battle royal? Because because a, a brief five minute one on one by the end of the thing between Kazarian and Macklin would have been cool. And I wouldn't have binded Macklin losing a like Kazarian. I, I just think I just think that could have been better served for the Mac for the Kazarian. And uh, having the cheap pop look bringing in Billy Ray does. Yeah.
1: I suppose. I suppose.
0: I'm just i just saying. Uh, and I told I totally get you on it. You know I know he's mean? a major name and a lot of people casuals will, will recognise it, especially if you put it on the mic, because I definitely think it's gonna be a case. Kazarian puts up a great map fight, but loses to Josh at Overdrive. But the Ray comes out and basically says, You and me, hard to kill for the, the title, and then you can promote a pay-per-view saying, that, oh, the casuals who may have been watching it. look, Billy Ray's back, remember him with Mises and eights and all that stuff, ECW and all that crap. Yeah. and then, <laughs> But I do like they're going back to the Friday thing, especially given that uh, January, the the 13th of January is a Friday, so they're promoting the whole pay-per-view around Friday the 13th. Mm. You just go, if some, somebody needs to come out on that pay-per-view with a hockey mask, mm. you know, just for the shits and giggles, what does EY pretty much do all the time? Oh yeah, well not that kind of fucking. His is a more Casey Jones turtle style hockey math. You know? I
1: suppose, I suppose, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but
0: EY's got you covered on that one, man. I think the only from what I can see, I have looked at the taping schedule. It apparently, I think they only take two weeks of impact after the night after Beverly, because they got this Friday and Saturday as a time of recording. They're doing two nights of tapings at Sam's Town in Las Vegas. Yeah. And they're gonna do like two night, like, two episodes on one night, two episodes the following night. They'll take them right up to Overdrive, and then they, and then I think they're just taping the night. I'd rather taping three weeks of TV because then the final taping of the year is the ninth and tenth. Mm. Of them. so, I think they may take four or five weeks of television across those two nights because they said that will be the yeah. last show. And That basically takes them right up to Hard to Kill, which is because I know it might seem a lot across two nights to tape, but. For the guys there, unless they've got any commitments within your companies, basically like yes, you worked really hard across these two nights, but then you get to have the rest of the month off, go home, rest yeah. up for Hard to Kill, which is pretty one of the benefits of the Impact Wrestling uh, like taping schedule. Mm. But I imagine they only take four across the two nights because you know they're known to do like at least one best of or like looking back of the year that was mm. special, especially during the week of Christmas. So I think that's they'll maybe do that and then i will do one of the five weeks, and then they'll do four episodes of that, of the last two tapings in December. And then, poof, that'll take you right up to the pay-per-view. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think it's going to be the hold off to Billy Ray until Hard uh, to, to Kill. And then uh, and then we'll finally get Macklin versus Alexander. Is that is that the one thing you're hoping comes around? I think it should be Macklin that takes the belt, because I don't know who else it is at this point. I got nothing. You got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, but although they did show, okay, so there was a six way exhibition. Maybe Johnny Swing.
1: <laughs> Maybe the Swing Man comes in there and takes it. No, it shocks the world, man. Shocks all the Mizarks. Yeah, yeah, shocks all the Mizarks man. Comes the impact world champion, daddy. <laughs> but they did the have least a trusty
0: X division champion sidekick, uh, Ziggy Dice. Ziggy Dice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did have a six-way division match on the Fallen impact, uh, on the impact Fallen, Bow for Fallen Balfour Glory. Uh, Taurus, Trey, Yu Ue, murder Alex Zayden, uh, Laredo Kid, and Kenny King, Yeah, we yeah, winning great match. And then you had Trey after the match, him and Mike really kind of confronting Kazarian as he arrived at the arena, basically, we're going to do. So I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe some sort of mini tournament that comes down to the alien. Trey, basically, that's... What that's about. Mm. You know, Trey wins this thing and five other great guys, and then you got Bailey as the former champion, so mm. well, I don't okay, whether any combination of the guys that have kinda of got right now is kinda of sold. I wonder what's happened with Kenny King. I think it's he 'cause I don't know if he fits in with the whole Honor No More thing at the minute, so is he just gonna stick around as his own thing in the next division? I don't know, I mean
1: most of Honor no more are gone or potentially gone. Yeah. Who have you got left? Eddie, Kenny, mm. and PCO. Mm-hmm. I suppose we could have a few bullets left of the Bullet Club. Yeah. You know, Ace, Bay, and Just Jus Robinson.
0: Robinson. Uh, oh, yeah. Bay and uh, Austin are having a match against Billary and Tom and this week, I'd invite.
1: I know, and I really hope we don't lose it. We don't need that shit. Yeah, they,
0: they don't need that shit, but gonna, it's going to happen. I have a, you, you have feeling. a feeling that's happening. Oh, well, on the. Or maybe. I think Macklin, like you said, might factor into something I, th- I, how about this? Macklin costs them the match against Bullet Club. Macklin challenges Billy Ray a match at overdrive. Aye, for, that'd, for
1: that'd be good. Yeah. That'd
0: be good. I could stick that. Yeah. As long
1: as, as long as Ace isn't well. As long as fucking Ace and Bay don't get made look shit.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because I, I like them. You know. Mm-hmm. They're my dudes, man. I know, <laughs> yeah. I think that's everything we got impact-wise. Oh, we're going to talk about other some other guys that went elsewhere, but but in a minute. But we realised we kind of went straight into it because we had so much to really talk about. We haven't really really discussed what's important here. Paul, how are you? Oh,
1: I'm. I'm just dandy, Scott. I'm great. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm nice and high and yeah. You know and I had a, I had a great week. <laughs> I watched some awesome shit. I watched people like I watched people's reactions on YouTube to Bray's, you know, returning Extreme Rules, uh-huh. and subsequently on SmackDown, it was yeah. super cool. And I watched this trailer for this horror movie called Megan. Mm-hmm. It's a bit less like little chick has lost her parents, so her auntie gets her this like super advanced Android fucking mm-hmm. like kid doll thing uh-huh. to be her friend and all. But when things get all sinister and shit, and it comes from Blumhouse and <laughs> from the guy that did Annabelle and James, yeah. James Wan and yeah. I think he's the guy that did that Squid Game crap, or whatever his name was. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea who was involved in I mean, Game. yeah, it gets super sinister and the doll goes all homicidal and shit and it looks really good, so. And the thing is, the trailer's out now but the film's not out until January. You know, but when it comes out, I definitely think I would something to take me back to the cinema, I'd go see that. What's
0: was the last time you were at the cinema, do you think? Mm. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Is that all man. Hmm. i seen, uh, uh, what the fuck did I see? I think i the seen Assassin's Creed or some shit. <laughs> I think. I'm pretty sure that was 2016 or seventeen. That may have been the last time I was there, man. Jesus! Oh, there you go. Mm. Now, I might see seen Spotting too, but that might have been before that, so...
0: yeah uh, actually, uh, no, that may have been after, I think it was 2018. I went have see that. Yeah, I so. might see that as well. <laughs> that
1: was kind of cool. Uh,
0: uh, it goes to show how much you know, Scottish people get behind a mainly Scottish film, because... I went and see it, like, I think it was five or so days after it came out, so it was almost a week or everything. Mm. But the time I went to see it and was still fairly packed out mm. when I went to see it. Same for me. It's a weird that I never saw I only saw Train Spotting 1 a few weeks before Train Spot I went to see Train spot Two. What well, one did you prefer? I think I prefer Train Spot Two, if I'm honest with you. Really? Yeah. Wow. There were just too many there were a couple of scenes that were a bit too heavy for me in, in the first train spot it really seemed to me. The first one was better though. Like I say, people are allowed like different opinions as on. I know. Even yeah. if I'm, I'm, I'm saying, no, I'm even, right. even if we were the wrong ones, I'm my very you're wrong, but anyway, I don't rub it in your face.
1: Oh, yeah, I do. Well,
0: <laughs> I'm
1: I'm that kind of guy.
0: You been up to anything else during the week other than watching cool wrestling and trailers? Oh no, mostly trailers and wrestling.
1: Yeah, that was it. Mostly just trailers and wrestling. I was mainly television focused this week. Yeah. You know. Oh, and I watched, like, obviously I watched The New Beard. Oh yeah, you know. What you
0: see recently someone the team pizza challenge? I seen the team of?
1: pizza challenge, and I also seen the one he did before that with the two burgers and the poutine. Yeah, you know, cool dude. Yeah, cool. You know, I don't. I. I still don't know if I agree with that spanking he took. off. <laughs> you know, that, that was like, come on, Adam, man. I think. I think was,
0: much. I think it was just for the the thumbnail, like the, like the idea, like yeah, maybe maybe some weirder that tune and to see him get hit, but you know he's <laughs> like, oh, it'd be funny in the video. Someone see me get hurt. <laughs> And he, and he took a fair whack as well he did he took a right skate in the backside. side so <laughs> he did right skating you know i've started doing in terms of like because uh, i've also been listening to these podcast obviously and uh they had brandy santel and that katina on it as well in mm. separate like interviews and that so it was pretty cool to hear about what they were doing she's a cool chick man she can put the, she can put the scran away and all i uh i watched i've actually started watching some of katina's videos i really oh, aye, really aye. enjoy her
1: She's, she's a, she can put the food away, man. Uh-huh. And she's like, she's like fucking beard, though. She's mm-hmm. like... Because Randy does his cycles. Randy's yeah. he's got his half cycle and his on cycle, but I don't think he quite walks it like Randy, like mm-hmm. like Adam and Katina do, you know what I mean? Because they two are like buff, solid, and Randy's just... Randy's a big boy. Mm-hmm. You
0: yeah. know? Like, I love her wee things. like, oh, there ain't nothing to do but do it and all that, and she's like, let's put her hair back and get it and tucked in, <laughs> <laughs> in. Like, I love she's got her wee, like, categories uh, and everything. I like that she does kind of the voiceover a bit, much like mm. what does. i watched in some of our videos, that like they are Randy on in the recent UK tour, especially when they were in Scotland, mm. and everything, like she was doing that 5 pizza challenge, and then when she got it in like, 21 minutes, she had mm. 10 minutes to do it. Mm. Uh, it was like 5, 14, and was, like, long, like, pizzas or whatever. Nice she managed to do it and, and then she still managed to just casually just eat the dessert pizza the cake that she got for for finishing it <laughs> just, just, she didn't get managed to break the record like time which supposedly somebody in one of the other locations had done that. those five pizzas in like 9 minutes 25 I'm like what kind of maniac can do all that and, like, I mean I love pizza but well, that's it... a special kind of maniac say, I don't even think I'm that kind of special maniac and I love fucking I love pizza myself <laughs>
1: No, some of the challenges that you see beard day, mm-hmm. you think, I I could maybe do that,
0: mm.
1: I couldn't beat the
0: time or nothing, I wouldn't no. win, but I could manage it. Mm. Like, I remember, I-, I read up, I was randomly reading up bit, eating challenges in Glasgow, I, like, like, I was a bit drunk, I goes was up to a I want to see if there's a challenge you could do, or a team challenge we could do. And I found one that it said Randy and Katina had done, and so I found Katina did a video about her challenge, she'd, It was in, in Glasgow, that cheeky chicken challenge. And, like, four minutes, it was like, it's a ridiculous amount of food, but she had, all she had left like, was this box, right, but there was more in the box and it was like, all this hash browns and cheese and chicken and all that stuff in it. And, like, she, she'd she eaten literally everything else, there was just this left, but she just couldn't get it all this, the, the last list down in the, the remaining time. Damn. It's the same. But... I heard that Randy had done it, like there are a couple of challenges that she's done that, she's, that I've heard that Randy did as well, as same do there, and yet I don't see a video of those cha- have Randy doing those challenges on his mm. YouTube channel, so, Like why I don't know why, he's got videos like, does he not think that, oh well people have watched her, they won't want to see me do like no, we want to see, how, how long did you do it compared to how long she did it, you know, people were interested.
1: And it's not like Randy Disney but like, Randy will put a video on his channel even if he loses his channel, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not like he's like any guy.
0: I think Randy. I don't know if I read that Randy may have accomplished that chicken, chicken challenge, but she didn't, or whatever, or maybe they both failed. I don't know. Well, mm. I remember watching it here and reading that she failed it. Like, well, I read to like he's that sort of method. And, like, I'm not even trying to think of attempting that because like, but he can do can't do that. And they allotted forty five minutes. Like, how the fuck am I? c I'd do that. <laughs> Plus, I think forty five minutes. Like, you should. We see the method in the video. You should get given an hour at least. I did watch an old Beard video because I went to the a rabbit hole watching some of these videos so I watched an old one when he was in the, the Midlands or whatever And uh, he found a, a place at a pizza challenge that Randy had been to so he was there trying to beat Randy's Because <laughs> he heard Randy had beaten a, a burger record that he had held somewhere else so he tried to get like, a bit of payback uh, but I got Kind of like a Yanksteel, uh take their record in a UK beat beating challenge So did he beat him? Oh yeah he did it, aye uh-huh. There was another guy. Look, Randy did twenty minutes, but some other guy had done it in 12, so He was trying to beat both of them. I think he managed to get it in around about nine or ten minutes, but mm. it was quite a messy chance because he was eating with his hands. He was eating very, <laughs> very fast. <laughs> <laughs> and these he, like, are people who are there who wonder why I don't eat quicker. Well, that's why, because it's a it's an absolute mess. So <laughs> like, I don't have I don't have much like on at the minute. Like I also, like I said I went to remember us to watch, uh for Goldie Mm-hmm. I've got some stuff really coming up in the next couple of weeks because i uh, got a night out planned on Saturday and Where then, are you going? Uh, I can't remember where we're going but I'm going with wake all these other guys out somewhere in the town for you know, drinks and that That'll be fun. And then after that me and my brother are going to go back to mine and watch uh, NXT Halloween Havoc <laughs> which, which should be cool and uh, I've also got WWE on the 30th they're coming mm-hmm. out of the Hydro, me and my brother are going to go we've got floor seats and everything. That's going to be Superman. I think it's maybe a mainly Smackdown uh, cards. You might get to meet Bray. <laughs> well, I don't want me and to meet him. I might see him, but I don't know what's happening. I feel Roman is not going to be on that show. <laughs> Bray might be on that show, well. But I think quite a few of those advertised matches. Looking like, at like, I don't know how many of these are going to see, but there's one match that was advertised by the Hydro that I, 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 I hope I get to see. What? It was advertised as Solo in the Usos versus Imperium. I went, oh, oh I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that then maybe even if it gets changed because it's to reflect what's on tv so it's like say the and brutes and the imperium again like we see on tv i still would, mm. wouldn't mind seeing that I want see them, them battle each other mm. but paul i also got uh my mate's 40th in november and then um, we're talking about going to eight we' got, we got tickets for icw in the in november as well so mm. I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to be more social have more nights with friends and all that <laughs> you know but uh, it, d- it does help. It does help. But don't be birthdays, Paul. Well, your birthdays coming up. Uh, just don't don't tell the people. It's on this. We're going us on Monday the thirty, so it's a week today at the time recording your your birthday. I'm not saying how old you are. I'm just saying it's your birthday. You know? Yes,
1: I am turning thirty-five.
0: We'll go with that one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pretend <laughs> that's
1: that. We'll pretend
0: that's the one. No, I am turning thirty-eight. Uh, and Paul, I may jest with you about me not getting a present from you, but I know you have your, your situation, you now. But and I do not begrudge that. I, I get to enjoy getting, even if you just buy me booze, I'm happy with that. But, but Paul, I am a good friend, and so I took it upon myself to produce the, the internet with it. And a week in, maybe a week in advance, but I have gotten you something for your collection. What have you gotten? Let me see. We wanna get some more light in here by the way so you can probably see I mean it's not gonna okay, affect you guys but hold on. What,
1: Paul, you appreciate what I got. Hold in. on, hold on. That's the wrong one. That one work? No, that one doesn't work. Does that one work? Damn we all have to be ah, that's bright. I'm blind. There we go, it's better
0: now. I just get it in the package that it came in because I you know it's it's wrapped in a sense.
1: Let's see this. Let's see what this is.
0: He's opening it. It's a great audio. It's, ah, it's the sound of a man struggling with rapping. Ah. Tell people. 95. King of the Ring, 95. I believe that is one tape from your pay-per-views of the 90s that you you did not have and you've been looking for. I
1: have been looking for that one. Mm. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Ah,
0: thank you, man. No problem. I mean, I know there are some. I've watched it. It's not a great show. Uh oh, but it's a significant show yeah. though. Yeah, it's significant. And also, I thought what it means to your collection, uh, I thought it'll be a good thing to get, you know, find something for your place. No, that's solid, man. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, I I didn't think I'd actually find it for the fairly cheap price that I got it. Mm. Cause I Because I thought, well, Paul you know, has all the other tapes and he's not, he's not got 95. Might, must be either rare or very expensive or whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I I opened up, I looked at the tape, I don't know a lot about tapes, until you get your, your, your tape player that works, I'm, you won't really I'm know the saying, condition of the
1: tape. I got the Best of Raw mm-hmm. Volume 1, I got for a reasonable under ten pounds price, a uh-huh. couple of months after I'd gotten that one, mm-hmm. i seen the very same tape on eBay
0: going for three figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got this, like the first one that came I thought, oh, I don't know if I'll find King or anything about it, but I'll, I'll have a wee look. I'll type it into the old eBay and everything. The uh, old eBay. <laughs> I, I'll stay, I was between this and I seen a magazine, a WF magazine, I thought you looked like magazines. It was kind of from the month of this pay-per-view. So, awesome. so I was talking about the fallout, but I didn't get that. Uh, also, I don't know where the person got it, but clearly it was when you when you could still rent WrestleMania, because there's a bit on the front of it that said, this film, £2 per night. <laughs> this was a pre-owned kind of... To, but still, in the, the case seems to be in great condition. I got, I got this for 15 quid. 15? I got this for 15, including what? like 2 quid for postage. That's amazing. No, no, I, like first thing that pop first like, so the suggestion that popped up for 15. Again, it is pre-owned, but still, it's, it looks in pretty good nick to me. Well, that has got a significant end of my collection now as well then. mm-hmm well, that
1: now becomes the most expensive tape in my collection. Really, that's yeah. a- this is it. A- that's expensive when you're doing. How how much do you spend <laughs> on average when you're tapes? On average, I try and spend most ten. I'd always try and spend under ten.
0: But well, I still think for one that seems to have eluded your collection for a lot. Oh hell up. yeah! No, the most expensive one in my collection
1: mm-hmm. before that one was my Royal Rumble nineteen ninety three, which cost me about twelve to thirteen
0: pounds. Well, I- at least you've been able to find them for for fairly cheap then. Eh? Mmm, mm. mm. but not one of
1: the significant ones, that's yeah. why we ones are rarely fine. Mm-hmm. you know? It's like
0: Summerslam 95, that's another bloody one. Oh, you, have you know about Summerslam 95 either? Mm-mm, sounds like you did have it. mm So, in terms of like, the pay-per-view ones, like, obviously you got this now, and I know you're you're looking at it like in your houses, not mm. in your house and that, but other than any, in your houses and your, your Summerslam 95 and any other ones, you're still looking you
1: well, I'm still like, you know, like the last couple of ones, you know, the things we've discussed on the show earlier is like, in a sense, of the ones that were in your houses, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the times when that in your house became less significant until the point where it was an afterthought. Yeah. Soon was the last couple of in your houses, you know, mm-hmm. I'd like to get those. Yeah. Like, I believe the last couple of them were in the early. Sort of, Early oh, mid to oh, mid or late,
0: late to late 01. No, late, late 98 and
1: 1899.
0: Uh uh-huh. Yeah, you got the the first round bracket on the back of this thing for the king of the ring. You got Mabel Undertaker, Cam John Michael, Ball Pauly, and the Roadie. And it, as advertised, despite the fact, this would have came out ages afterwards. <laughs> like, it says Razor and is in it, but no one thought well that it was fucking Savio that replaced Razor because Razor was injured. Yeah. Also, I don't know if this will include the pre-show match where that Salvio had to fight IRS in order to get into the tournament. I don't. It's on the network, but I don't know if it'll be on the tape. But you know, you'll have to find out when you. When when you get, I a get a machine. Yeah, but there you go. That's awesome, man. Thank mm-hmm. you very much okay. for that. Uh, when I try to think of whatever like went to Christmas or your birthday, like I've got you those those hydro figures in the past. Like when I try to think of what to get Paul, I try to think of something that's. No, that would that would actually work within your collection well, that, that you kind of like you kind need, but you'd it. also but you'd also kind of appreciate, you know. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> the, only, the
1: only other thing I may appreciate more is one of those Fraser and Niles Fraser cookbooks <laughs> that I have seen on eBay and such. <laughs> I would like one of them,
0: or <laughs> or a nice cup from Cafe Nervosa <laughs> Well, I don't know if I can find any of them. <laughs> but you know, you never know. Or, or, a box of Velveeta cheese, because that's what Martin liked. <laughs> yeah, well, you can buy your own damn cheese. <laughs> but anyway, well, well, we're we'll that way from the you know the, all oh, the the palin and all that and the all the frivolity of friendship
1: <laughs> and gifts and awesomeness and yes. summer slams and kings of rings and.
0: Yeah, you will be getting drunk. You'll enjoy that king of ring if you watch it while getting drunk. <laughs> And laughing at ha uh-huh. aha, look at Mabel, he's so fat. <laughs> he is fat. Uh, someone threw a cup at your head while you were being coronated. ha! Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it was fucking accurate as all hell as well, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you
1: that guy still talks a lot to us, dude. Like uh, that, that. that was me, <laughs>
0: that. was me. That was on the telly once, look. Yeah, I see, that was me, I did that. Oh. No, the, uh, I saw a gif of like Scott Hall when someone throws a full like, drink at him, well no a full drink but it still had stuff in it, I know what he does, uh, it's like the drink hits him, it splashes and he just does, uh, just combs his hair, just slicks his hair it, like I'm too cool, it doesn't fucking bother me. Same thing with showing when that person threw a whole tumbler on him and he was just like fuck it. Yeah, but then there was a time he threw a hissy effect because someone threw a battery at him. Ah oh, he went and stormed off. I went to, I think it was that WrestleMania, Weigh-In, or whatever it was. Aye. But, anyway, more of that, let's go to modern-day WWE. Let's talk about Extreme Rules. Yes, let's do it. And I thought bit Imperium. Let's talk about the match that I think almost totally showed for me. Oh, even yes. though it opened up. It's a good old-fashioned Donnybrook, even though... Mm. St- stereotypes aside, it was a hell of a match. Following on from the controversial ending of the mm. Intercontinental title match the night before. But... You know, basically, it's a, we should have just called this a barroom brawl because that's what it was. You had the setup up with the bar, you had the shillelagh, you had the barrels that Butch stood up and then saw off of. Uh, yeah, it's Gunther doing a kind of a clothesline with the shillelagh. Mm. Sheamus took a lot of brutality in this yeah. match. He got better, then Brunch Holland got there, and then left boots 3-on-1 to get a beat of, and then Sheamus kind of rises back up mm. field by the beating he was getting. Get looking progressively, progressively, more pink in the the middle of his chest. Like, like say, I don't know if it was at, at that match on the SmackDown
1: mm. after it, but did you see the big yellow bruising he had on his shoulder? Mm. My God, that man takes punishment. I know, and it's all for our entertainment. Yes,
0: but like, get him getting <coughs> I, mean, it's, I don't want to say it's less impressive because he's still a big, bad guy, but it would be more impressive if, it, if he does the under pre he's like weight loss, and everything, but. Getting goons up for that Irish, got that Celtic cross kind of yeah, thing, yeah. the running crucifix bombing into the table. They just, we were all bounces and then the table kind of breaks. Yeah. And I thought, Jesus, I'm throwing all this stuff out, but hey, this is only the opening match, for Christ's sake. It was cracking, though. It was cracking, well, well, And then the Brawling Brutes won, and then they got a in the camera, they're catching the banger after banger after <laughs> banger. <laughs> oh, well, that's, and Oh, the one match I didn't like from this, sh- well, I said didn't like one match I didn't like, it was the one I, I liked the least. Go on then. The, the Extreme Rules match. Well, not like because it had to, it was what called. Was the Extreme like, Rules match? Which one? The no, no, the Extreme Rules match. It was called an Extreme Rules match, the Ronda Live match. That was oh, an Extreme Rules match. The Ronda Live match, match. Yes, right? Yes, yes. Right. And Extreme Rules match. But uh, it's because, like, well, one, it follows a more extreme match that came before it. And they decided, let's not use a candle. So that's when played it. Oh, we got a baseball bat. But then they realised, like, you can't really go full whack with a baseball bat as you can a stick because you might fuck up someone's ribs and insides <laughs> if you do a baseball bat. So what did you do? You don't do the whole stick. If you, you do a stick violently, you just really, really sting and make them bleed. Yeah, you so some bruises and all that for the next week. But you properly go on someone's sides with a baseball bat, you'll break their fucking ribs. Mm. You could kill them. So what did they do? They didn't do the sting oh, poke you in the stomach or even the Triple H hand over it. They just, yeah, had Rhonda tie and, and go ding, Dink! <laughs> and her on the arse a few things. Right? Aye, pretty much uh... Also, it doesn't help, I fucking hate Rhonda Rousey, to be honest with you, I can't call her. I don't, I don't get it myself. What, what, get they, it. what, they hate, or just the
1: hate in general? They hate, I don't get it. I mean, she's not my favourite, but I don't have any real dislike for her. Ah. She does well.
0: I don't know, she looks like she'd rather be anywhere else whenever she does come out. I mean, people were, a bit h- were harsh on her during her first run and saying she came in basically was shooting back at them and she like, you know, it's not even fucking real. And then all people took issue with her saying that during her first run. And then she's come back and you could clearly tell when she was kind of pro. even though she was maybe the good kind of lead to the fear with Charlotte Flair. She was like, I am back. And then you could tell like she's, she, like she's people don't like you and you can tell you don't like them. So like, it's a case of she doesn't like us, we don't like her.
1: She might not like us, but I've got nothing again. You know, It doesn't bother me.
0: Yeah, I just think the food we have has really done Liv Morgan more damage. than, oh, a, than I don't, benefit.
1: I don't, I don't think so because Liv seems to be coming interesting. The...
0: Well, yeah, well, at the end of this, match like going into it. Everyone that basically like, you not know, taking her seriously, but like, no, well, how could she? Like, Ro- how could she against oh, yeah. Rwanda law? They have a the chance to make her kind of serious, and then she like she does the whole thing where she's she's made sure that she's extreme by She puts someone through a table, and then Ryan went, "Oh, big deal! You put someone through a table like." Well, thank you for completely underselling the whole point of the thing that came before there, Rhonda. Thank you for that. But I know the judo belt thing was, was good. The Lib passing out while she was still smiling and everything. Mm. I really thought the whole point of that, her, chitter, her yelling tap and then Liv passes out. The whole point was going to be her asking the verdict to tap out. And then then her being told no she passed out. And then Rhonda being annoyed because she wanted Liv to tap out. And making her tap out. Yeah, making her, her tap out. Because the whole thing was the the controversy she tapped it, but she got the shoulders down, like, no, I want to definitely make you tap out, prove I'm better than you. But then, no. Like, there are people who were cheering her and some people who were booing her, so there were some people It wasn't universally hate for her in the, the arena, but then she went to the crowd and, like, she, they were all hating her. She's so like, oh, cry about it. Like, the people in the front were clearly cheering you. Runner. Can you not see that? I think you're picking hairs, man. I, 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 uh, I just can't go. I think you're picking hairs, though. I just would have rather Liv got something better for her tailwind later like, or maybe a prolonged thing with Shana Beazler, You know? Well, I I really wanted Shana beat her, but there you go. Hmm. Well yeah, Shana could have beaten her, but after a longer programme which would have helped both of them, yeah. You
1: know? But anyway, Liv's gonna be dead fine because she looks nuts.
0: <laughs> she does look nuts, yeah.
1: And it's kinda of working for me.
0: <laughs> I've got to be
1: honest, you know.
0: We'll cool. t- we'll come back to that later on, but uh, then we had the then you had the strap match where you drew um, that was vicious. <laughs> aye. That was vicious.
1: That bloody scarlet with a squish.
0: <laughs> s- <laughs> oh, bastard, I Pepper you, peppered me. Peppered me.
1: you bitch.
0: <laughs> some people... I, it seems some people didn't like the, the pepper spray because it was a case of, like... It was, of course, his first pay-per-view match and the idea, like, he's mainly dominant but then he needed turn to come in and go... Mmm... T- his
1: entrance I was fucking phenomenal it was yeah it was really cool I, I love that entrance I'd, I'd seen that fucking entrance that Vincent gave him mm-hmm. and that was fucking shit <laughs> see
0: compared to the well, one what was well, with... the bloody glad well, gladiator helmet or whatever shit that was well, it looked, like a fucking wank looked like the forgotten fourth member of demolition <laughs> the colourful one
1: Smash, axe, crush and bonk <laughs> <laughs> See that's again like The shit Vince did to people yeah. It made them look stupid yeah.
0: But like let's carrying mm-hmm. cross comes out And he looked mm-hmm. He looked good man like all like, like the, oh, the match Will not officially start Until both men are, are tied to the strap So Drew gets the strap And before they can tell his oh. just batters them They go through the crowd They start failing And he's oh, right. like Will you put the bloody strap on man? <laughs> And then I start. Then he's constantly whipping and whipping him and mm. while well, Scarlet's, you know cheering him on and everything. But I no, that, that was a I didn't really mind the the paper spray. thing, it was really unique and no, it was cool. But it was just like at the end of you, were think, nah, you a bitch. And then you had the weird thing on Smackdown where where ah. the car crash? Like was it Drew in the other car? Because he wasn't. No, Drew beat the piss out of him. So Drew wasn't in the car. Then he suddenly as people are saying he suddenly just appears. And my brother Joe would be like, "How did he sneak up on any of those people? How did they not hear the six foot seven, two hundred pound man running towards you?" <laughs> I imagine Cross looks over and you see Drew like bloody Monty Python. <laughs> 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 hey, ah
1: his Comes the so skull goes.
0: Hey.
1: <laughs> 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 oh fuck! Sorry, to cut in. I'm going back a bit here. It was a, another thing that I got during my week from you- watching YouTube. I started watching Xavier Woods YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, up up, up, down, up. down down. Oh yeah. And I I don't know how old this one was, but it was him and Liv Morgan. Yeah. And oh, I think were, I think this is an old one. But. Yeah, they were doing that that one chip challenge. Oh book. no, no, this is a recent one, yeah. Yeah, and they, it made the tongue go blue. Oh, and I watched it right and it was really funny because Liv done it right. And she at legit like the old thing she for the first bit she was just like, Whatever man, taking a little champ. And then Xavier done it. And he done it, he, right away, was, like, <coughs> like Well, some right? people
0: can of handle their face. Their no, I think it was a case that they had a contest, like, she won, she lost, and she had to do it. And then, Braun Strowman, like he's on it for me, and then he, basically he i everyone, like, oh, Why don't you try it? You Be a man, you try it as well. Uh, <laughs> and then he's standing in the camera, like, This is Braun's idea. What the hell's your chip, Braun? But Braun she, just kind of shrugs his shoulders, like, <laughs>
1: she, See, after about five minutes or so, Liv was fucking double down, where he do her a binge.
0: She was, like, "Ah." Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, bastards.
1: Right. Mm. No, but I was watching that and I was watching them having these weed Tekken contests with fucking like
0: lissos and shit. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I don't uh, I don't know what Ron is maybe. I don't know if she's maybe a healer or not. And I know that seems random, but it goes into a point I'm about to say. Because I don't know. Some people she's a healer, some people she's not a defense. I don't think they've made that clear with her and Liv. But then that happened, then Cross one. And then uh, it kind of struck me. I kind of had a feeling of, oh, like two kind of heels of one in a row. And the ladder matches up next. Bailey's really, not going to win. And then they show me the promo package with the last shot. I starts standing tall on the ladder. i like, oh, no, no, no. They gave him too two matches. He's not going to win. Mm. And I do hate that, like, oh, the heel stands tall, so they're not going to win the pay-per-view, because I think that's a tired out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then again, she has also won at Pinned Bianca at Clash at the Castle. So, my one thing about this is that I think, if, this way as I was at the time, because I really thought it was a, it was a great right time to pull, be really, I'm giving it the, more of the benefit of the doubt because I, what I think it's happened is that we are having a women's war games, and given that they are the only on the main roster women's faction, damage control plus someone else, because he needs to be at least four, and he's side, it's going to be them versus Bianca and friends. Mm. Uh, and so, like, they need to keep the Bailey Bianca thing going. So, the case of like, we'll not have Bailey win yet, but maybe she will, because we've got Current Joe between now and then, mm. and they're having more women on the shows there. So, maybe it's a case of like, if Bailey wins the title at this point, maybe, maybe they thought they didn't have anything to tide them over and keep the story going until they get to War Games. Because you got Bianca, you could teaburn with like Asuka, Raquel, and Shotzi, because Raquel and Shotzi are challenging for the tie titles on Friday. So there's all sorts of women on the main roster side that you could put in with. But that the side I thought overall as a ladder match I enjoyed this but oh, I'll throw to you because I know you'll have your opinions and I've had my rant, so I'll let you do yours. I
1: don't have a lot to say on this one. I, had, I went into it with what I thought would have been and should have been the result. Mm-hmm. I thought the execution of the eventual result was pretty damn poor, if I'm honest. I mean, the drawn-out portion of it, like damage control coming in, mm-hmm. we get one fucking move done to them, and they're in a non-factor the rest of the match for one bloody thing. And I just I thought the finish was kind of clumsy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. I'm not going. I'm not going to speak extensively on this match because if I do, I will get annoyed and I will rant mm-hmm. and it'll be bad. But I'll just say I was not happy and I don't think it was the right way to finish it.
0: So, so, so basically, what you're saying is I need to like, be the angry ranty one this week, and you get to be the or one who's hold back. I, I have to
1: be in regards to this match because if I if I started ranting, I would get I would get wound up and I would say regretful things. Regretful, childish things.
0: Yeah, don't be childish. I thing we should be on this show is childish. Yeah,
1: so I'm not... I'm going to be the bigger person and just call Bianca Belair a cunt. Oh, OK. See? I was mature. Yeah,
0: yeah, you were, yeah. <laughs> but I know you're not a fan of the Bianca Belair like, right character or anything. And I do agree in terms of the things like, Billy on and Elad like, it looked rough when, her, when you see her face. Yeah, it did, off it. it did look rough. Like my brother said, my my pal Dave said, like I thought I was worried he was going to end up a Joey Mercury like situation with that <laughs> oh, for ladder. For sake, no, you no. Know, well, luckily, it wasn't. But it do you do you do watch look at it and like Bailey, hen, just let it, just let go of the ladder. I put it down. Like if you're not going to try and swing it at her to get out of it, like put it down, love. What did you think was going to happen when you didn't let go of the ladder? that was holding that was around your face level like, as you're being sent onto your face. Yeah. What did you think
1: was gonna happen? The canvas is a lot more forgiving on your face when the ladder will be belly.
0: Wait, and I, I get I get a more understanding of the damage control bit being taken, especially for for Eo because she's on top. So he gets flipped over and technically Dakota's landing on her. Mm. So you he got for a lot of person. Although I think Eo leaned back too quickly. Mm. <laughs> because the, the, clearly Bianca was just secure and Dakota and so then suddenly she can feel so you're like, no, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. just to maneuver herself to try and get him up. But I didn't realize this was the first main roster one on one ladder match in, a, in the women's division. I was mm-hmm. convinced that there had been else mainly because like, so you've had the women's money in the bank, you've had a few in NXT, but I didn't realize it hadn't done that in the, on the main roster yet. So there you go, there's a week two. You've had who compete in the first women's one on one ladder match in WWE? These two. Mm-hmm. There you go. And so that's something. Uh, I did think it was kind of a a bit of a throwback in terms of way in some aspects of the line match because like it was a case of for the most part there was one ladder. then they until they set some stuff up on the outside and that but like okay, it was like the old, the old line match would be like a mad dash between two people to get up to the, the title so I thought like it was nice to have that aspect you know that's flaws suppose. suppose. Mm-hmm. I mean it's really an epic like Owen Owen and Brett at SummerSlam is created as one of the best matches of all time and really when you, if you break it into its simplest explanation it's Four minutes of the two guys jumping for a door. Yeah. They <laughs> even voted like, no, let me in. No, I'm getting out first. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to simplify it, so if yeah. you can do that, then you can do can try and run up a ladder. Uh but we can we can move on from this match now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we, yes, we can move on. So cool. I, but I, I think there'll be more to this story as we lead to workings. Okay. But the other match that I, I wasn't too bothered by the finish, but you said it, it, it didn't work for you. The, the, the I the quit match between Edge and Balor. But it didn't work for me? You said that. I don't think the finish didn't work for me. You, you were going on about... I was messaging you were going on about the but the ladder, uh, the I Quit Match, and you said you didn't like the ending of it. I'm sure it was the I Quit Match. No. Mm-hmm. It was that match we just spoke of. I'm pretty sure I read it as I Quit Match, but uh, there you go. There, mind then. No, I okay, loved the I Quit okay, Match. Okay, so that was confused. Like, I didn't like... What the fuck's... I, I thought, is it because they went into the crowd? Because I know you have an issue with that sometimes. No, I but. love the I Quit Match. Yeah. Good, that was good. Very was, much so. No, no, good, I was confused about that. I like the I quite much as no, well. I, I hated the last match because Bailey Bailey didn't win and yeah. Bianca Belair's a shit. Oh, oh yeah, I thought about shit demolition by the way. What was Finn Balor's mask meant to be? I loved <laughs> it, man. <laughs> I know, and but, I'll tell you something else by the way, you know how you went and
1: said to me, I'll oh, check out uh Rio Ripley's new song It's awesome. Eh. It sucks compared to this song, man. His new entrance song is fucking cool, man.
0: Especially a slowed down, darker version of his own. Like, oh, I know dum, it's dum, cool as shit. And and Damian Priest has like no only song that he had before, didn't it? the one before that they had carried over from NXT. Mm. That's what a darker version of that is based on what his theme song is. And there's was together dun 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 dun, and he's also in there so it's now it's not on this dun 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 dun, and then into whatever the the rest of it is. Mm. But I thought that was, was just out of nowhere, like, there was barely any aisles, I'm like, where the hell did this come from? Like, "When did Finn Balor join the cast of Hellraiser? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you had Edge and, yeah, the through the crowd and everything. They fought on top of the table that the P show panel talk at. They watched watch the peace show, because well, fuck all thing. happens. and oh, the when the
1: entrances were getting, coming out, you got, you got Edge. <laughs> you know, like, oh, look, I'm running a bit, I'm jumping at the fans, there I go. And then Finn Balor comes out, and you get, ooh, look at him. And even if it's somebody going the fuck or somebody going ooh, mm-hmm. they're still paying attention.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas with Edge, it's just like, oh look at Edge doing his usual shit. Cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, so right away you're more invested in Finn Balor. <laughs> and then also the, the Judgment Day come out, deal, and if you and then uh, Dominic's there and Ray. It's like doesn't want to fight Dominic. It's a Dominic. So Dominic stamps his face and. Dominic just batters him, and <laughs> Michael Cole. I know he's he's with, doing good. With, with with what can be described as JR two thousand energy when he was when he'd say, "Oh, that like that son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like that little breath. Someone needs to teach her. How could you? He's our father. <laughs> no, I also put me in mind of was a. Uh, it was kind of the. Wait, uh, Michael goes did a similar thing with Eddie and Chavel when Eddie and Chavo broke up in 2004. Because really? Chavel went outside to grab a steel chair because Eddie was getting beat up too on one. And he just pauses because he and Eddie have been on the fits kind of thing. And he just pauses and he just thought like And Michael Cole goes, goes personally like more more frantic at Chavel for not helping. Like, Chavel, what are you doing? Chavel, you're going know, to get in the ring and help him? Chavel, and then Chavel unfolds his hair, sits so saying like, like, the assault, they're beating the hell out of Eddie. Like, Chavel, you're sitting down like, for God's sake, help your uncle, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> like for god's sake what are you doing man that's what this made <laughs> me like for god's sake he's your father <laughs> leave him alone he's already dead
1: <laughs> but no the match was fucking cool man
0: oh you, well, you put oh i'm just reading a message here like uh, and the i quit match extreme rules was horrible and had a shit finish did i really say that yes it's right here in front of me and in your, in your message Maybe, maybe you, maybe, you meant to hate the ladder match, but you're a drunk or whatever. Maybe I don't it might know. Maybe it'd be that because I really like the i quit match. I'm saying I'm just I can only go off what you tell me in in message form. So I took that as wow. your opinion. So I'm just don't blame me. Who's writing here?
1: No, I really like yeah. Quit no, and much. I really
0: like i quit. I don't know because then you had Beth Phoenix coming and then obviously like Edge won't quit no matter what they do. And so like okay then okay bash your wife's head in if you don't say i quit. <laughs> and then so he says it and then like. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anyway. nah. We're going to do it anyway. Uh, but Edge was going to be leaving anyway, which I think is the main reason he even lost this match because he's been casting a new Disney Plus TV show. Yeah. So he's got to go off and film that. He's got hair extensions in again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but I think like, Ballard needed to win this anyway because like I still think, I don't know why Dominic couldn't, because he joined the judgment day the next Raw, so why did he have to help his dad and Edge beat the Judgment Day then turn on them and join the Judgment Day like I don't know why the Judgment Day couldn't have won it. Clash at the Castle personally I had to be drawn out though but then like well at least now it's finally Judgment Day getting a buddy pay-per-view win for the first time in age which they certainly mm. need which then he's on to Raw where they were in there with with Balor thinking like uh, like he thinks he's he's, joint, he's accepted his offer, joined, he's offered to joint judgment like I need to be with family. and they hug like <laughs> I'm not talking about you. And then all the means I've seen of Finn Balor's like, what? these like, <laughs> they're facing outcomes. Uh, the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers or the OC. Yes, yeah, so the OC. They're fighting actually tonight on Raw at time um, recording against the Gable and Otis. I'm going to be watching Raw.
1: You should. I'm going to be watching it on my freebie thing. Good for you. What
0: time does Raw start? Well, 1am, don't 1 a.m. it? 1am. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll make
1: sure to keep my my alarm set for that.
0: <laughs> but so then they go and like, they were kind of done with Empire, I think, for the time being, at least until uh, so the deals had they an extension and that ended after the taping where they lost the tie titles to the O.G.K. Yeah, and then so they go off. and I think they're commit. They think of them to work with New at least the at least the January fourth show. But mm-hmm. also Carlson still being the never open champion, and then showing up. All in, he's got a tale defense booked for fucking the 5th of November in Japan. And then they show up on this show, like, I'd heard that same day, like, oh, the good brothers are running to go back. Like, I that. That's, that's a highly unlikely thing. Colour and has been <laughs> saying, like, I'll never go back there. I don't want to go back. And even if they do go back, it's not going to be for a good while. I mean, they've got stuff on in New Japan. Yeah. What's all that, watch it come out the next day. The see. return on Raw, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well I, don't I look silly? But don't I feel the fool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I right, course, so. you put it in a simpler way. Well, fuck. Yeah, well, fuck. So <laughs> well, I was like, don't we? Right, now eh? so we've anyway, got a Judgment Day versus Good Brothers thing, and I was trying to figure this out with Grant when I was talking him on on uh, East meets West. Like, what what exactly did they think? Did they really offer? Like Triple H offered and promised to give Brothers in order to get them back? Because I don't think it's just the money. Because like they were all in a good amount of money. Like when when they signed that previous deal, which they then got sacked anyway. Well, maybe maybe it's a
1: case of we'll get we'll give you better storylines, better title opportunity, blah blah blah.
0: Maybe yeah like I said, maybe it's more faith under Triple H in a case of if the Triple H is allowing them to finish up their commitments with New Japan. Aye. Up until the fourth of January, where I and we'll drop the never built. But it's weird because like they got their annual World Tag League to New Japan from like mid November to mid December. And you think, well, maybe I'd expect the us to be in that. Maybe they'd assign their going to that. So if they're going to follow the comments. maybe they'll be in that tournament. But then they just made this return. You've got to think maybe they'd be featured with AJ Survivor Series. But if they did the World Tag League Tour, they'd likely miss Survivor Series. Mm. What do you think? Something like the 26th of November. So, yeah, they probably probably definitely miss Survivor Series though.
1: I see that thing. It looks like we're featured for, for, for Survivor Series. So. Yeah,
0: so who knows what's actually going to happen there. Yeah, I think I may have
1: just been, like, assumed, Yeah, you know, setups for it.
0: But, you know, if they get a bit more freedom then on the radio phone, like, to, you know, be themselves and all that, because I know you you and I were kind of started to come around to the Good Brothers set. Ah, oh, totally, that's, you know, that always bloody
1: happens when me, Impact, yeah. and you just start to come around to in person, They like fuck off, and you're like, <laughs> fuck, man.
0: This is why I don't get invested in anybody, because they'll always leave. <laughs> Uh, although, some people aren't the fans of give like I heard Matthew from yeah joking about it He said, uh, yeah Triple H looks at all the great talent and Impact Wrestling, Mike Bailey Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin And he somehow chose a Good Brothers to steal <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I'm happy to see them back Because like, AJ's got something to do You can see another 3 and 3 thing with uh, Priest and, and Dom and, That's right, so the WWE's
1: weird version of the Bullet Club back in
0: Yeah <laughs> yeah very much so we'll see what happens there I don't think either of these two will be featuring like war games either really. you know, would be cool like let's see like I don't know Drew AJ and the Good Brothers be Russo is Drew and Solo with Sammy the outside you know I think that'd be cool or maybe yeah, you get a fifth person I don't know but I don't know who you get to go against the Bloodline in war games because you've got to think the Bloodline have to be involved in, in the war games match well oh, I'll
1: tell it might be the White 6 so
0: well, they have to reveal who the White Six are. I think by that point.
1: Well, I think I think they might have at least mm-hmm. revealed some of them by that point.
0: Maybe.
1: Or revealed exactly what it might be by that point, at least.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, also, I don't know what's happening there, but we mm-hmm. have.
1: It would be cool if the White Six was actually revealed at the survival series. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Yeah. But we have to say about Ray he's like, he did a thing on SmackDown where he said like he'd rather quit the WWE than fight his own son mm. and so Triple H's like no we need to figure something out so basically was, yeah well crosses out this four way match with solo ricochet and Sheamus for a IC title shot so Ray McTier is now on SmackDown and he's going to take his place so and people have joked about the comparison between before he said it given the features about Dom and Gunther looking like mm. and so somebody went so Triple H is a big solution to help Ray you know, avoid his Dom problem, was to move into to another brand where he, where he needs to fight a bigger, scarier version of Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I saw the, the video of the closing of that match, like the weird like, flip, and oh, dropping no, no. his head and then hitting the 6 one It was Ray. really good. Like, Ray, I think that's Ray's best match in a while. Uh, and Ray's going to absolutely <laughs> get killed oh, he will. against Gunther
1: as the guy, the guy I watch on YouTube kicking it with Ross uh-huh. he, he as he says he's going to be sent to the gulags <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: one job he's going to cave that poor man's chest oh. in. <laughs> he will really don't have the muscular <laughs> structure to defend against that nowadays don't, don't give him a power bomb you'll, you'll fall if you smash to smashed in a million pieces well he will crumple. But I was trying to figure out like what the main event could be and like, I didn't feel like there was an obvious main event to me I listened to my friend. who pointed it out, like, well, they have to take the ropes off for the fight pit. So logistically, like, of like, rather than just having to, you know, rush to put them back up again, so will just yeah, end it with a match that takes yeah. the ropes off. You know. but, so, what are your thoughts on the fight pit cage? I like the fight pit. They've had. I have watched the first two fight pits. Like, also the thing they've added for the main roster versions, like the LED parts on the on the platform bit. But yeah, yeah. in the NXT, bit it was like wasn't on the ring itself. There was a separate ring off to the side in the arena, and the reason there was a platform was because there was a set of stairs. You walk up the stairs, you start on the platform, you fight somebody, throws the other into the pit, and then you start fighting in the pit, right. whereas WWE just had the lowdown, so it, it felt weird, like it felt like they have to go on the platform, and then that means they have to try and climb, one of them They to, to climb up to get on the platform, mm. uh, so I like the idea of this match for these two get the blow-off, give Riddle a big one on paper over overall. I didn't I looked around to the town I'm like, what the fuck is this meant to be? It wasn't until he ran up the stage and, and did the, RVD. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> he's in Philadelphia and he's fighting a stone out. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but then when when Riddle does that centaur and it, uh does the overhead camera angle when you see it the proper mm. way, Oh boom no. comes down all his weight on self-ribs and like
1: <laughs> I think he really hot his ass though.
0: Like, really like it wouldn't be Philadelphia without uh Extreme in Philadelphia without a man who smokes a of weed doing a high risk move that seems to injure him as much as his opponent because mm. you saw RVD whenever he hit the frog splash it fucking took as much out of him as, wow. as it did them so like I think it was just cool and have like you, you knew he was leading to a big spot there and Riddle had to win so he did and then were but, you surprised how it finished no no because I think it was a case of like I think it just to show like how like it reminds you how solid like. In that and then submission gear, like the triangle talk was a big thing in like the UFC and MMA so like I said desperately finally like, hit you off the key here but he just won't reset and like when he realizes there's nothing else he can do he's like fuck it you? Oh, I And spoils, you tap it, and you tap out but you know like the fans knew what the real main event was because i don't know if they <laughs> i don't know if they knew they want i didn't know if they thought he was going to like attack someone or do whatever when he showed up but at the start of this match and i kind of did feel bad for him but i think they got the fans into it later on but at the start there was very loud We want Wyatt, gents. yeah, And then literally, like they did the watermark and everything, they done the rent Cormier's racing Riddle Sand and then the lights go and that fucking pop. I know. The pop. Oh the pop. <laughs> and then we were like, Well, it has to be it and then you got forward confirmation, like all the speculation about the white rabbit and everything, like well everyone's like, it has to be everybody but he you never his voice. you never thing. you heard the he's got the <laughs> Ew, no! Oh. And then the- do, you, do you know,
1: Brian accidentally had a spoiler in regards to that oh. before Extreme Rules, and you know he was so good at keeping it fami. Actually, the way he had, he was like <laughs> reacting and his facial expressions, it made me think that like, the spoiler he got was, Bray wasn't turning up?
0: Mm.
1: And for the whole thing, I was like, shite. So much has went on. He's not going to show up. He's not going to show up. So when he eventually did show up, uh, I was sitting watching it with Brian. I, I I squeezed his hand.
0: I think I think he he had that look maybe because he wanted to have that same genuine reaction when the lights go out as everyone else. Yeah. But yeah. you you have all the, the characters popping up in the crowd Mercy, Huskis, Rambling Rabbit, the fiend, the fiend himself. Like people probably thought when they seen the fiend because they thought that was probably Bray himself. No, and I, then there was more. I love that Michael and Corey shout himself when the burnt fiend head appears me. on the counter but when, the, then the, the sinister version of Ralm have you seen this trailer by the way, for that Winnie the Pooh blood and honey? Yeah. The version of Piglet in that, that's what that version of Husky <laughs> reminds me of. Like and how Winnie the Pooh looks in that. But yeah, then you had the, the clip of the burned fun out house, fun house the, covered in cobwebs and dust. And, and then yeah. The, the dead puppets. And the door and everything. Then he finally shows up with a lantern, everyone can see it in the mask. Yeah, they know it's him and it's the I'm here. <laughs> Oof, and I do it and the white 6 logo and that's all you really need basically everybody will have it yes it's confirmed back. he's here see you Monday
1: but the pop what he got mm-hmm. we just without
0: even saying anything. Mm-hmm. in the pop what he got it was insane yeah all the people I talked to few friends of mine who are watching them, they're all, they were big in this segment I don't think I've seen many people who didn't like this segment like, I've seen all of you all, and I agree say that this might, might be one of the top like pops or crowd actions of all time just mm-hmm. There's the, the lights going out, appeals. yeah, and then you had them popping up, interrupting Raw with the and Revel and what you are with mm. the mask and everything, made by the same guy who made the masks for Ethan Hawk in that horror film, uh, The Black Phone, which is me. left off when I seen them, i was like, that's like the mask for The Black Phone. Mm. And then, out. well, it was the same guy that did the mm. for that film, and you know, Bray's big and his horror and all that, so. But then they they're promoting Bray Wyatt will be on SmackDown, and then that was the draw for that. So that was in the main event segment as well. So because mm. they knew people were going, What the fuck is he going to say? Because there was other good stuff on, on that, like as you had the race stuff and everything mm. in the four way. Yeah. Then he comes out, and like this is proper, this is more, this is Wyndham Rotundum, not uh, more so than Bray Wyatt. He came out in his new music. I've got to say, I'm not completely on
1: on the new music yet, but he came out and he came out to that blue light uh-huh. through the door, had the blue lantern, came in, did the spinning the ring that he'd uh-huh. know down ages, uh-huh. and then like you say, we got like fourth wall broken. That was that was Wyndham,
0: uh-huh.
1: and he gave us really heartfelt fucking speech. You know, it was like made him quite vulnerable. I
0: think mm-hmm. you know, but made him genuine. Yeah, it's uh, he references the things that happened like I lost to I lost my job, I lost my I lost two people close to me. Close he's, to me he seems like choking my, up and, and he he's choking up and he's like and I lost my way. Yeah, you know, like, because I think like I don't know what least one I think the Black Jack Mulligan died recently, which I believe is his granddad mm-hmm. or somebody close to the Wyndham family. But died recently and then also Harper or mm-hmm. Brody Lee dying in twenty twenty late twenty twenty and I heard that Bray being on TV, while he was off, he was wanting time for his mental health because he was taking the the death of Brody very very harshly mm. and everything like you, you didn't forget and like you people who would reach out, to me tell how much this meant to me and like, again, it, it felt like the real real guy real guy but of...
1: it was so, it was so heartfelt mm. but then just as it's building to like this I've
0: got a hear, because I saw you post the thing, I wanted to read out the full promo what this oh, yeah, this, yeah. Guard, this version of The math which I believe has been you are going be afraid of like Uncle Howdy.
1: Yeah, just as, just as the speech is getting to his point, Aye. the lights go. out Aye. and the mask is <laughs> talking. Is
0: talking. He says, "Oh, little one, <laughs> my little one, went, come with me. Your life is done. Forget the future. Forget the past. Life is over. Breathe your last. You have no idea what you're dealing with, but you will." They also apparently they've also trademarked the word, the, the term for the thing we just seem we used for being the Uncle Harper, yeah. Maybe a new character really as a tribute to to Brody because like and people were putting up a thing. I don't know if it was intentional, or not, but mm. most things would be used to seem to be intentional. But the way the light when the door open is like his entrance. It's like the light from the video that revealed Brody is like the leader of the dark the exalted order. Exalted one. Uh, the exalted one, and all that, but.
1: So, I not see that mask, thing, uh, like, see when that cropped up at the end, and the way it it's speech ending, yeah. it's like that. Ah, you get no idea what you're <laughs>
0: dealing with, but you will. And then it laughs, and it's like, oh, you will. I think it's a case of, like, Bray. I've heard this thing, and i heard the with that, like, Bray, like, this new persona is about to take over. Bray, like, well, the persona within this mask, this new character. So, it's a case of Bray, the real Bray, getting a chance to say goodbye before this thing. Consumes them, mm-hmm. and it seems like the White Six are these different, like, personalities and different characters from the Funhouse. Like, I've seen people with all of these, like, people who say that the, the Funhouse characters represent old fur- versions of Bray's path. Like As I, as what, I say, mm-hmm. I know he's
1: mm-hmm. supposed to be exclusive to SmackDown at this yeah. point on, but I'll be watching Raw regardless. Yeah. Because I know something or somebody associated with Bray mm-hmm. will show up on Raw I get, I mean, who is on Raw potentially that could be coaxed to his side? Braun Strowman Well, who else though? Uh, Got to be some uh, female talent on that Alexa Bliss Alexa Bliss mm. I mean, one of the first things we mentioned about Raw on YouTube, one of the things I watch is... as well. Her mm-hmm. current runs no doing very much
0: for her. Mm-hmm. I think it seems like cause they did a video of Liv Morgan just sitting there in a darkened room after her lost. Yeah, and, and then she went and beat Liv and pissed at Sonia DeVille. And, and some people would think she could be like the female, the witch in the group, which would make sense because in real life she's going out with, with Bo Dallas. Yeah. Uh, they, live, they live on a farm <laughs> together somewhere. Is that Liv? live Morgan and, and Bray what and uh, Bo Dallas are here together in real life on a Leaf a leaf farm with chickens and all sorts. Yeah,
1: yeah, I heard that. So he, he's... <laughs> away from wrestling, Bo is an agriculturist. Yes.
0: Uh, so, you know, and there's rumours that Bo is coming back. I know, I'm stoked about that. Like, too. The, the people take a screenshot, like, there's flashing, image of there's some guy with a weird I oval mask with the long hair people think it's him. Do you think he will make people believe? I think so. I'm trying to think of people who could be behind the... Like, like Liv, I like to see her as, like, revealed as the witch, the... Yeah, the brave. He sorry, Bo. If he comes back, I wanted him to be the one under the fiend mask because there were people who had these like when they didn't think it was really brave when he came back at Mania. There were people who thought that for some skits or whatever. They thought of like uh, Bo Dallas secretly under there, or whatever. But that was never. Yeah. I don't think that was ever true. But the thing that was play I've
1: seen some people even say it was Reggie,
0: <laughs> but like, but somebody. But the idea of like tying into that, acknowledging that theory that Bo is clearly under the fiend mask by having Bo take the mask off being masked off and feel it's him mm. uh, I'm trying to think of other people like, I thought, I'd like to see revealed as Huskis the big boy I want to see him tempt Otis away from Chad Gale make Otis like Huskis because Huskis is a reference there he made to feel like like crap for his size when he was out of shape and then Husky Harris, and people basically what it was Otis he was a comedy character because oh look at him he's, he's big but Chad Gale started trying to turn him into a more serious big man but Bray can kind of come and tell me, like, I know what it feels like to make made fun of, just because mm. you're a bit bigger, come with me, <laughs> and all that. Yeah, I've heard all sorts of theories and all that, like, about how these, no, they don't just reference the I puppets, heard, but I heard Nikki Cross's name put in the mix too. Could be cool. But like, the fact that these puppets maybe represent old phases of Bray, like Sister Abigail, like Spooky, Wyatt, Mercy the Buzzard, Hawaiian shirt, mm. Colt Bray, Husky, Harris, Hus- Husky's a big boy, and all that. I hear tell that would have been NXT, Bray. Yeah, but like, uh, so the idea of like reveling what you are, like these are old versions of me, but this is the the true me, I'm reveling in this Uncle Howdy, I'm reveling in what I am. But like, again, what's great about characters like Ben, even like this, the the everyone had about the White Rabbit is that when you get to like fantasy book and come up with your own theme, because that's what he was doing with the Funhouse, he was throwing me references and people were like, oh, I know that thing or I'm analysing that yeah. thing, so... Bray likes to keep people guessing I think that's going to keep people invested in his story I think so So as you can tell we're big fans of this Bray Wyatt thing I, I really
1: am Because like I say I was so disappointed When he was let go mm-hmm. I, I never understood it because he was like One of the biggest merch guys in the company People loved him But he got let go because of budget cuts and then, and, be- then, and then We find out later on that it could Possibly and we don't know this for definite But we hear rumour that Oh, he was difficult to work with creatively and that was just because he had a, he had the cheek to
0: speak up. I I like, had people a lot other people like him have said have been tired with this, but like, oh, he was difficult because he asked questions like when he called out he created for being shit because it was shit. Yeah. And then find out, oh, allegedly Vince McMahon used to openly fat shame Bray because he had the goal to speak up against his shit kind yeah, yeah. So now he's been brought
1: back to the company under a guy who actually wants to give him the creative freedom to work. Mm-hmm. and people are hot for Bray right now you know like I don't know if he's going to like be a proper face if he's going to be some kind of tweener what, whatever the fuck he's going to be people are going to love him
0: so, you know we, we, Triple H the way he's been bringing people. Well, I've made this conversation I think Triple H with these N T guys or people who he was fond of that he's bringing back It's like you with your tapes or like guys like Cardona and that with their action figure, like collecting stuff from their childhood and you playing pay per views from like you and you're watching like yeah. Triple H collect collected all these uh these NXT guys all these guys I wanted big stars out of and then mean old he's mean old Dad left like da gave them all away or released them and so now he's got all them back plus he's getting this one and that one aye. and that one and I, these one I'm a grew up I got my money now I collect all the old toys from my tail did I want my Dexter Loomis by I want my Braun Strowman my Bray Wyatt aye. all these good cool- I take me AM and the Good Brothers while I'm at it aye and all these other people. Ah, oh. bring them all. Back. Go and I'll treat myself. I'll get hit in that as well.
1: I'll bring them all back and I'll make them all brilliant. And
0: maybe I'll do something with hit roll too. Eh. maybe. Well, they've got a few down with that. Faction. they just grew up from me. See that Legado Del Fantasma. Aye, but you know, I like the look of Legado. Mm-hmm. uh I yeah. that one. I the, the, main, the main guy, uh, Santos Escobar, and that uh, guy, Joaquin well he used to be like DJ Z's on and TNA back in the day. uh uh you got... Well, he used to be called Ram Mendoza, but the other guy is now being renamed Cruz Del Toro. Ooh. Which like the name you give to a bull in a carton. Oh, they're getting Do not try and miss with cru- Cruz Del Toro or he'll get the horns. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway. It's a lack of alcohol, man. You're, so- you're too sober for your own good. I know. It's a bastard. (laughs) It's a bastard. But is there anything else to talk about? We have been here for around 2 hours 10 minutes I think.
1: I think we've covered it very well and I think we've been respectful in keeping the last of the show for exclusively talk of the great man that is Bray Wyatt aka well his real name Wyndham Rotunda Mm -hmm. from Awesomeness.
0: (laughs) yeah
1: from obscurity to awesomeness again yeah and not even obscurity because as he said people never let him alone mm-hmm, you yep. know what i mean people didn't forget people didn't forget because he is awesome <laughs> and soon he will have a title i'm sure maybe not like he fucking needs
0: one no i don't think i, think he, I, I i'm usually against those, like, well, the whole thing title, but i think bray's one of those people like hell I think if these people are these Wyatt going to be other wrestlers, I don't think he should be wrestling that often. Like, I think it's a case where he should just let these guys wrestle I me mean, they'll win titles. Because mm. they never really feel it. I think one way you can get around Wyatt or his followers winning, going after titles is something they never really explored, the idea of like, oh, I don't care about winning physical titles just for the sake of it. Like, These people, put all the, everyone else puts all this prestige and all this power behind whoever holds this belt. So mm. if I hold these, if I get the belt, then all the power comes to me, and you all have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But he wants to keep control and all the power, which is represented in these titles. Which surely is what they is how they can get around it. Because otherwise, like, why does spooky Clown Mask Man want to win the Universal Title? Like, I what other we think, think about it? I, th- I think, I think, I think really, you know, he really. I have to explore that, but. Uh, I know we've debated in something like there are things about extreme rules, one or two results you didn't like, there are things I didn't like, in some stuff I didn't like from Impact. But the fact that so much other good stuff is good and or like exciting, like, I like no matter what you're a fan of, there are going to be aspects of it that you, you aren't a fan of or that annoy you. But know, if enough else about it is good or great, then I think you're willing to let that slide. And I'm, I'm willing to let some of these things yeah, that I'm an yeah. bit slide. If it means overall, in the end, that. No, overall, it was a lot of things with wrestling, you never know how the stories going to play out, and I know it was the old saying before, we like, would trust the process, but I think the reason a place under Triple H, I know it's all credit, people are H, but there are other people working under Triple H, but it's credit to the current regime, I should say, where you actually feel like you want to see where the story goes, because if you're not a fan now, you know, can we see, can you can see, like, ah, I see where you're going now, I know what you're doing with this <clears throat> character and that. But let us know what your thoughts are on the current say if wrestling WB or, or impact or whatever it is you watch, let us know at uh SP Rambling or at Rogan Square Pines, you can find us on their feed as well. Yeah. Let me know if you want. At, at Scott McCloud Let us know on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Rabblon Podcast. Like us on all good Android podcasting sites. Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, give us a like rating or review on your chosen platform. That you find Rogue Pines on the same site. Sorry that. Yes, I got you can find past shows where we did talk about the when we didn't like it and then now we're talking about it recently when we do like it. Uh what we like. (laughs) What we like. (laughs) Or past Times where we talked about old pay-reviews, impact, we talk about cake and freezer and all sorts of other things. We talk we talk about our dislike of Hulk Hogan. Yes. It's a great bonding session with friends that talk about dislike of Hulk Hogan. I recommend you try it.
1: It really is. It really ah, is.
0: cunt he is. Well, what a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Hulk Hogan's a cunt? Let us know at Rambling or facebook.com forward slash podcast. Oh, ah. slash Hogan's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> tweet us. We'll know that you've listened if you tweet at sbrambling with the hashtag Hogan's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, thank you for listening to this mammoth wrestling-related podcast. It was fun. I think next week we need to do something non... I think we need to go or something else next week. I think we should. Yeah, I think we should. We can discuss it more off air, but we're going to maybe go and get some other non-wrestling related stuff before we come back to some other wrestling related stuff that we have planned to talk about as we can now towards the end of the year. But until then, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember to revel in what you are. And remember, Hogan is always a cunt. Indeed.
1: Glass job, don't stand a chance You use your words like bullets I use my fists like bullets I'm done with cheap shots And you fakes. I'm gonna be Your last mistake Use your words like bullets I'm Gonna use my fists like bullets Let it go